might as well is an audio gallery that showcases the rejection of the binary frailties of good and evil in favor of truth told via comically allegorical jeremiads. In other words, Hasehamaumo. Candlelight, it was really dark, really romantic. Got to know them much better, so it was fun. Do you have like your words up there that like kind of funky and weird? The guys at our school, instead of addressing people like the group, they saying like, what are you guys doing? I say man's like you. It's really weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so man's like you are going to that and then just things like the group. Crew. It's interesting. It's not, it's really ignorant. Oh rude. That's rude. No. That's a good thing. That's fat. That's yeah. dope. Yeah, I hear that. But these are old school. Like. Welcome to Might As Well. Bitch, buckle up. This is not NPR. So without further ado, the great Maui Ma. I'm 30 years old. And I'm South African. Right? I'm young, black, and South African, bruv. B-E-E. -E. Ain't done shit for the boy. Right? I ain't seen, bruv, I ain't seen a cent from B-E-E. -E. I'm young, black, and South African, bruv. I'm out here battling with the fucking sub-Saharan heat. That's just me. That's just me, though. Right? I'm young, black, and South African, and bruv, yo, I got a, I got a son pulling up in a couple of, right? In a couple of months. Right? In a, in a, in a, in a, bruv, yo, I'm out here making more black boys. That's just me, though. Right? That's what I do. Bruv, I'm young, black, South African. Right? I sucked, bruv. I sucked that fucking, that soft ass titty. Right? I sucked. Hey, bruv, I sucked Nelson Mandela's titty, bruv, and here I am. You feel me, bruv? Fam, listen, I've taken a lot of shit. Right over the past 30 years, I've taken a lot of shit, my nigga. I grew up in the gutter. I grew up in a shit box. I've taken a lot of shit. I've tolerated a lot of garbage, bruv. You can call me a fucking doormat. That's just me, though. I'm a doormat. Right? This fucking government, bruv, yo, they just keep on taking. They keep, bruv, they keep taking from me, bruv. Legit, they keep taking from us. Listen, bruv, I've taken a lot of shit from these niggas. Bruv, hey, I'm cool with it. Right? I'm cool with it. I'm cool with the corruption. It's all good. If you niggas want to corrupt, hey, bruv, it's all good. Do you keep corrupting? Right? If you niggas, niggas want to scam the nation, do you scam the nation? I don't give a fuck. Right? PPE this, asbestos that, bruv. Do you? Right? Fuck service delivery. Who gives a fuck? We'll be aight. I learn how to farm. Legit, bruv. I learn, bruv. I learn how to dig. 
right? I learned how to use that fucking Monsanto shit. I learned, bruv, I learned how to kill. I learned how to kill all these fucking pests, right? My niggas, my niggas want to be vegetarians anyway, so might as well kill all of these fucking animals. Legit. Because in order for you vegetarian motherfuckers to get cabbage, a lot of rats gotta die. A lot of birds gotta die. It's all good though. Right? All of my dogs wanna be vegan. So might as well kill all of these fucking animals in sight. Motherfuckers are talking about animal rights. Bro, who gives a fuck about animal rights? Right? But then again, but then again, I'm an animal. Right? Sometimes I forget that shit. I forget that I'm an animal because I have Netflix. Right? I forget that I'm an animal because, yo, brother, I'm out here watching the EPL. Right? They need to change that shit to the ESL, the English Super League. There's what it is, bruv. The government keeps on taking from me. They keep taking. Bruv, I've taken a lot of shit. You feel me, bruv? I've taken a lot of shit. From this government. You feel me, bruv? A lot of my niggas died. When COVID-19 popped up, I took that on the fucking chin. Right? My grandmother died at a government hospital. Bruv, I took that on the fucking chin. I'm a fucking man. I'm a... Bruv, yo, I almost died from COVID-19. I took that on the fucking chin. I took that on my chin. I didn't complain when I got COVID Zeta Jones. I didn't complain. I was like, bruv, it's all good. I was like, bruv, it's all good. If I die, I die. If I live, I live, bruv. I'm going to take that fucking death on the chin. There's what it is. Right? Right? I condone a lot of shit, bruv. I'm a condoner. Okay, bruv, all I do is condone shit. All I do is take shit on the chin. There's what it is. Everyone here is nostalgic for the apartheid regime, and they proudly wear the symbol of the old South Africa. <clears throat> That's also the fear but with the orange band at the bottom, it means that we're in a struggle. We're in a struggle for our language, we're in a struggle for our life. Are you afraid to be in South Africa? I'm not afraid of anything. I'm ready. Ready for? Or whatever comes. These people believe that a civil war is on the brink of breaking out between the blacks and the whites. Protected by armed men, Andre Betenbach is the leader of this movement. His aim is to create an independent state where no black people are allowed. But I can tell you that the white people in this country, they do not do it. If the train is late, we do not put the train to fire. If the buses are late, we don't put the buses on fire. And we are, if we are unsatisfied with the services delivered, we don't start throwing stones and burning tires and, and those kind of things. That's, uh, that's one of the main differences between us and the black people in South Africa. Uh, the way they behave. 
And it's not us that have to change our attitude. They have to change their behavior. If they want to be reckoned as civilized people, then they should act like civilized people. You are not civilized. Well, they must demonstrate that they are civilized, and we will believe that they are civilized. It's an openly racist rhetoric. For Andre Breitenbach, the thought of everyone living together is impossible, and he's not content with simply speaking about his views during meetings like this. Along with other Afrikaners, he has already built the state he's dreamed of. An hour and a half north of Johannesburg, at the end of this road, is a border post. But we're still in South Africa. To get through his checkpoint, you must fit strict criteria. Morning. Sneak dissing is some shit that I don't wanna see a lady do. Kulu Yegi telling be a lady do. You posted in your stories, I'm a claim of what you said there wasn't gold, but then a day or two, Risayati Platinum. How that made you look? Ring a Nami, are you still making me? Zika my hate so been now, we're pretty debatable. And late to foot in my chest in the grade, I woke. Fell in a mangbona banya, but kopum lando, I would've hated too. My fucking chin is falling apart. I'm like Muhammad Ali when he started losing everything. Everything. Right? I'm like Muhammad Ali when he stopped floating like a butterfly. When he stopped stinging like a bee. Right? I feel like, I feel like Conor McGregor. <laughs> when he started losing everything. Everything. My chin is falling apart. I feel like, bruv, yo, I feel like Ronda Rousey when she started losing everything. Everything. Right? I feel like Arsene Wenger when he started losing everything. Everything. My chin is falling apart. I'm sick and tired of this shit, bruv. This country just keeps on taking, bro. They keep on. They just brought. Yo, South Africa. South Africa has drained me. I'm done. I'm done for. I'm young, black, and hot for. 20th, people must go to school. Children must go to work. Malema and his party can protest. There's no problem about it. I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off. Oh, fucking fact, I'm pissed off, bruv. This country just keeps on taking, bruv. And I was cool with all of this shit, bruv. I was cool, right? I have adapted to the fucking corruption. Hey, dear ANC, I'm cool with the load shedding. It's all good, right? Load shed me to death. It's all good, right? I have batteries all over the fucking crib. Everything of mine is charged up. Right? I have fucking MiFi routers. Right? I have iPads, laptops. I'm ready. It's all good. Load shed me to death. I'm cool. Okay, bruv. It's all good. I tolerate that shit. I take that shit on the chin. Right? I take that shit like a man. Right? You're in, you're out. I take this fucking load shedding shit like a man. You're in, you're out. Right? 
bruv, yo, I'm sick and tired of I'm a piano. Right? Over the past three years, bruv, I've been taking that shit on the chain. It's all good. Pacer trail. That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. Right? I'm sick. Bruv, all of these songs sound the same, but it's all good. All of these songs sound the same. Right? Pacer trail. That man, that man got a kid. What man's that are saying to change your management? How, my man? When I call my manager and ask to book set three, I'm just making an example. He's trying to book set three with a five k, five thousand, and then my manager misses you, then tell you shit he misses you. Feel me? Now is a bad manager. How? You're gonna book set three with five thousand. Uh, another artist from another state. I won't say names. You give them forty thousand. They, they get on stage, they do three, four songs, feel me? They do three songs, give them 40,000, and then you're gonna call set three, give me 5,000. I get there. The ride is not okay, nothing is okay, cool, I accept it. I get on stage, I do a lot of songs. You know, some even close the door, like you're not gonna go out here, you have to perform the whole, but you didn't pay for the whole thing, so. Stop blaming the management. The management has no problem. The problem is the people not honoring the agreement of the things. By law, I know by law what I'm supposed to be getting. And I've been asking politely, homies, do the things. To me, homies, please do the things. But me saying that was my last tweet is because I'm not, I'm not going to be on Twitter much anymore. Because everything turns into a joke and then, you know. I don't, I don't want to be the person, so let me take a break and uh, yeah. let me take a break and, and, and try to fix my things, you know, but I, I don't want it to be like this, but I had to voice it out, like, yo, come on, man, as much as you guys are eating, I have to eat, so, but I'm really, I'm, I'm fine, I'm okay. And like I said, sometimes I wish the songs that I gave to people, I wish I kept it for myself, which was not going to be cool. You know, I had to share, I had to share my, my talent with other people. That man has responsibilities. That man has mouths to feed. He's got a family. He's like Moise Caicedo. Right? He's got a family, bruv. He can't relate to you motherfuckers who don't have families. I'm sorry. If you an orphan, I'm sorry. I'm an orphan too. My father died. R.I.P. Right? That man has responsibilities. Right? He's got Louis Vuitton to buy. He's got, he's got Gucci to buy. He's got Dolce & Gabbana to buy. He's got hater blockers to buy. He's got haircuts to get, bruv. Have you ever seen that man's haircuts? I mean, come on, bruv. Flawless. Flawless. Right? Have you ever seen Sir Trill's fucking edges? I mean, bruh. Them bitches. Them bitches aren't edge-ups. That man. That man has has precipices. Okay, bruv. Yo, bruv. Sir Trill. Nah, bruh. Pay Sir Trill. 
because evidently he knows how to utilize the money. Right? Once he acquires the funds, he knows how to use the guabra. The guabra. Right? Peace. Hey, bro. Yo, that nigga, that nigga's edges are precipices. Right? He's got precipices for edges. These are all fucking facts. Pacer trail. That man has a girl. Right? And his girl's name is Nkosazana, daughter. Right? Right? Bro, hey, saying Nkosazana, daughter, is like saying chai tea. The word chai means tea. Right? The word, the word chai translates to tea. Tea is chai and chai is tea. Right? Nkosazana is daughter and daughter is Nkosa. Ha! Zana, bro! Hey, same shit! Pacer Trill. Oh, my love, I had to How many hits? How many hits is it gonna take? Huh? How many hits is it gonna take for you niggas to start taking Sir Trill seriously, bruv? Pay Sir Trill. Cubs are the small. Allegedly, you ain't paying where the money yet. Pay Sir Trill. DJ Mapuri, some my dog. I love DJ Mapuri, some my dog. But where the money at? Pay Sir Trill. Legit, bruv, where the, where the money at, bruv? This nigga is out here making the country dance. Right? Motherfuckers be out here dancing up a storm, filling up these fucking clubs. Right? Filling up these fucking dance floors. But somebody get down. But somebody go better. But somebody deeper, 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 bruv. Yo, where the money at? Pacer Trail. Hey, Sir Trill, bruv, yo, hey, somebody needs to pay me for my fucking pain and suffering because I'm sick and tired of this country, bruv. Pay me too. I deserve to get paid, bruv, for all of this shit, all of this shit I've took from this fucking country, bruv. I've taken too much shit from South Africa, bruv. I'm sick and tired. I'm tired. Legit, bruv, I don't give a... Yo, listen, I'm tired. Pay Sir Trill, and then pay me. Right? Pay Sir Trill, then pay me too. This what it is. I deserve to get paid. The government gotta pay me, bruv. I'm sick and tired of this country, bruv. Yo. Yo. SA Tourism. <laughs> hey. Hey. SA Tourism. Tottenham. Huh? Huh? Tottenham? Really? Hey, really? Tottenham? Yo, you niggas, you niggas are willing to get in bed. Huh? Huh? With Tottenham? Y'all are, y'all are willing, y'all are willing to, to move, huh? right? Hand in glove with Tottenham. You niggas are willing to rub shoulders. With Tottenham! Tottenham? Tottenham Football Club? 
Tottenham? Hey, Tottenham Football Club? Huh? Hey, bruv. Hey, Tottenham? Right? A team with with an empty fucking trophy cabinet? Hey, bruh, Tottenham? Bruh, yo, hey, dude, this country has taken, has taken a lot from me. Okay, bruv? Hey, hey, South Africa. Hey, dear government, you motherfuckers have taken a lot from me, bruv. Listen, y'all are not taking this shit from me too, bruv. Right? Y'all are not stripping me off of my pride. Legit, bruv. Nah, y'all ain't. Nah, y'all are not taking my pride from me, bruv. You niggas wanna work with Tottenham? Tottenham Football Club? You niggas wanna. Yo, you niggas wanna pay Tottenham. Bruh. Bruh, these niggas wanna pay Tottenham Football Club 1 billion rands to advertise with them. You niggas wanna spo- Hey, you wanna sponsor these motherfuckers? I can't, I can't even say it. You niggas wanna spo- What? Bruh, I'm an Arsenal fan and listen bruv, I get it, I get it. Arsenal is out here telling motherfuckers to visit Rwanda for some fucking weird reason. Right? Arsenal's like, oh, visit Rwanda as if Rwanda is fucking sweet. Ain't nothing sweet about Rwanda. Motherfuckers be out here talking about, oh, Kigali is so clean, Maui. Kigali is clean. Who gives a fuck? Huh? Oh, cleanliness is next to godliness, really? No. Cleanliness is next to fucking dictatorships. How about that? How about that? Cleanliness is next to fascism. How about that? Study all of these fucking fascist states. Study North Korea, bruv. Clean. Right? Study Dubai. Clean. Motherfuckers can't hold hands over there, bruv. But it's clean, though. Right? It's clean. Cleanliness is next to fascism. Don't get it twisted. You motherfuckers wanna work with Tottenham Football Club. You niggas wanna pay Tottenham one. Bruh, I'm an Arsenal fan. Okay? I'm a, I'm a gunner. Hey, bruv. <laughs> Come on, you gunners. Come on, you gunners, bruv. Yo, niggas, why are you complaining last week? Oh, Jorginho. Oh, 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 it's only Jorginho. Is it Jorginho? Which one is it? Is it Jorginho or is it Jorginho? Bruh, Joga Bonita? Bruh, niggas, why are you complaining? Oh, it's only Jorginho. Jorginho? Bruh, yo, Arsenal fans. Bruh, you niggas, you niggas are too fucking spoiled. Another L. What are you saying, bro? Stop, no, no, shut up. Boy, what do you mean, no, stop? What? Boy, nah, bro, run your mouth. Boy, no. Run your mouth. I didn't run, run my mouth. mouth. That's what I thought. Bro, Focus on PSP. What? What? It's what? what? Did you just what? say Obama? What? what? He's on Chelsea what? now. What? He's on Chelsea what? now. Where are you in the league? Obama. Where are you in the league? Third. Where? Third. Where are we? First. Where? First. Louder. Yeah, you're coming Whatever down. Put in the back. You're coming Whatever down the with the Christmas Whatever lights. Put in the back. You're coming down with the Christmas lights. Pause. Another L. Another L. You're coming Another down L. with the Christmas Another lights. Another L. Huh? Hold that. 
You're coming oh, down with the Christmas that. lights. Are hold that. Are you playing today? Hold it's that. Hold that. We're the only team playing today. We're the real big team. We're the only team playing today. Only team playing today. There's two Premier League games today. Only team playing today. There's two only team. Yeah. Only team. He's bragging yeah? about your open Thursdays. Yeah, the realest. Yeah, where are you, blood? We ain't even got to play and you still fucking lose. We ain't even got to play and we still got a gap, blood. Yeah, you understand? Dickhead. Thursday. Yeah, it's what? Shut your mouth, blood. Shut your mouth, bro. Listen, let me tell you something. These first two years, I was signed to Arsenal. You had the time of your life, yeah? The real Arsenal. You're coming down with the, the Christmas life. The real Arsenal is now in the chat, blood. Yeah? <laughs> the real truth so entered the chat, rude boy. Yeah? Fucking direct blast. Yeah? Boys. Christmas lights, they're coming down. Remember that Christmas fucking, lights. you remember that bullshit curse? When troops come to America, ask You said that. We ain't fucking lost blood. You blast. said that. We ain't lost blood. That was your. We ain't lost blood. Yeah? That was your Shut curse. your mouth, blood. Yeah? Shoot it to the stream right now, Troops TV. Back again. Yeah? What the Tuesday, Wednesday. I mean, I'm just sitting here. It's just like, I'm focused. It's a long season. It's only been 11 games. Bruv. We haven't won the fucking Premier League in 20 years. Right? Well, 19. But but next year, but next year is going to be 20 years. Right? And next year is a fucking leap year, bro. We haven't won. We haven't won the league in 20 years. That's two decades. The last time. <laughs> bro. Yo, wait. The last time we won this shit, I was 11 years old. Bruv, I'm about to be a father. And you niggas are talking about, oh, it's only Jorginho, Jorginho, Joga, Wabonita, bruv. You niggas are complaining? Arsenal fans, listen, I get it, I get it, right? I understand where you niggas are coming from. I get the frustration. I'm a gunner for life till I die. Till I D.I.E. Till I D.I.E. But bro, you niggas complaining about your, about Jorginho, Gino, bro. You niggas, what? how dare you niggas? How, how dare, why, why bro, the fucking, the fucking, bro. This nigga, this nigga. Was in the top three. Right? Off the fucking... Hey, off the fucking Ballon d'Or thing. Two years ago. Two years... Bro, two years ago... If if Chelsea would have said, Hey, Arsenal. Here's Jorginho, Gino. Bro, hey, you niggas would have been like, Bro, bro, welcome. Right? You niggas would have been like, Hey, hey, Jorginho, Gino. Bro, hey, welcome. Welcome home. Right? You niggas, you niggas would have took that man in a heartbeat. Right? In a heartbeat. These are, hey, in a heart. Kutu, ka, kutu, kutu, ha. Right? In a, kutu, 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 Right? In a heartbeat. Kutu, ha. Right? Kutu, hey, Gino, hey, Gino, welcome to Arsenal. Two years ago! Hey, bro, two years later! You niggas, you niggas are getting Jorginho Gino for 12 million pounds! Right? For like, what, 18 months or some shit? You niggas are complaining? Bro, we ain't won shit. 
Hey, bruv, listen, yo, you know, I get it. You know, yeah, we've been out here winning the fucking FA Cup. That's cute. That's cute, but, but we ain't won shit. Right? We have never won the Champions League. Jorginho Gino has a fucking Champions League medal. You motherfuckers are complaining. I mean, bruh, how dare you? Oh, we wanted Kaiseido. We wanted Mudrik. I get it. Right? I get it. But these, these fucking clubs, bruv. Shakhtar Donetsk. Right? <laughs> Overpriced that boy. Brighton. Hove Albion. <laughs> Overpriced that boy, bruv. They slapped a hundred milli on Moise Kaiseido. I mean, I mean, bro, yo, it's only Moise Caicedo, though, right? Niggas are complaining. Niggas, oh, it's only Jorginho. Oh, fuck. It's only, oh, it's only Jorginho. Hey, Maui, it's only Jorginho. No, I mean, when you look at the stats that we saw before, it was a mauling in terms of stats and the expected goals and the sort of touches in the opposition box. And yesterday, even in the first half, I thought United were doing better. I just felt there was too much space and the midfield was a massive problem. And I used to play against Arsenal all those years ago, and I've said many, many times, my problem wasn't Mark Overmars or Thierry Henry and Robert Perez in that channel. My problem was if Fabregas got on the ball and turned or Bergkamp got on the ball and turned and they were getting fed passes, my wingers, from dangerous positions. You know, if you're getting... If, 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 if Winterburn's there and he's passing the ball straight into you as Overmars from left back to left winger, I should be there. I've not got a problem. However, if I've got a situation whereby that ball's being delivered from a really good position from Birdcamp and I'm having to cover my centre back, I thought yesterday Manchester United's midfield did get overrun. Cara's absolutely right. But what it did, it caused a massive, massive problem for United's fullbacks. They could have done better in situations, but I think yesterday, me or any fullback that was even, you know, very good defensively in sort of my era would have struggled enormously against Saka and Martinelli. Hey, hey, Arsenal Football TV, never mind, NVM, it's only Jorginho. False alarm. Hey, it's only Jorginho, Guinho, who gives a fuck? Never mind. <laughs> hey. It's only Jorginho. A man, a man who was the third best player in the world two years ago. A man who has the Champions League, the Europa League, the fucking European Super Cup, a fucking Club World Cup, right? He won a fucking Euro with the fucking Italian national team. A man who has everything we have never won. It's only, it's only Jorginho. Never mind. America, for a brief moment, came face to face with uh, a reality that Lionel Messi is the greatest of all time. But when you look at the numbers objectively, you'd have to be a sad little sissy boy to think he isn't the best ever. There is no scenario in which um, any other player is better than him. That may be the one thing that uh, Donald Trump and I agree on. If you think Ronaldo is the GOAT, don't let me catch you outside. I have a lot of connections. A lot. Uh, I can kill people. I can throw them in jail. And I'll do it. Don't try me. Yeah, drinking dope, turn me to a superhero.
other cheek. Look away. Who gives a fuck? He doesn't deserve our attention. He doesn't deserve our respect. It's only Joguinho. A man who has won everything we have never fucking won. It's only Joguinho who gives a fuck about his experience. This man is more experienced than our coach. It's only Joguinho? Huh? Arsenal? Hey, dear Gunners, I love you, motherfuckers, but come on, bruv. Come on, we did, we did well. Right? We did well in this fucking transfer market. We did very well. We got Kiwi Y'all. Was it Kiwi Y'all? Huh? Huh? Kiwi Y'all, Kiwi Y'all, Kiwi Y'all, Kiwi Y'all, bruh. Hey, who gives? Gives a fuck about these niggas' names. My name is simple. I'm Maui. Mao. Done. Full stop. Nothing complicated. It's only Joguinho. Arsenal fans, how are you complaining? Oh my god, it's only Joguinho. But expect Tiban. Huh? Bruv, I respect Edu Gaspar. Legit. I respect Arteta. I respect the fucking gronkies because them niggas, them niggas didn't get played in this market. They refused to get played. Right? They made, bro, they made a couple of bids for Caicedo and Brighton were like, nah. Nah. This boy is a slave over here. Right? This fucking, bro, this fucking seagull gonna gon remain over here, bro. This seagull ain't flying. They were like, nah, this fucking garlic flying. Legit, this, hey, bro, this seagull, this seagull will never taste the skies. This seagull will never soar. Legit, bro, that boy, that boy signed a fucking slave deal over there, bro. It's fucking weird. Dean Howland, a representative from another prestigious institution is here to see you. A what? Send him in. Hello, sir. The name is Eric P. Cartman. I'm a well-respected owner in the slave trade. In the what? My peaches, what a wonderful office you got yourself, yeah? Certainly got yourself a lucrative business, don't you? Well, let me get right down to it then. Like yourself, I'm also in the slave trade. But at the moment, I find myself in a little quandary with legal issues. Was wondering if you could share some secrets. I have no idea what you're talking about. You have some mighty strong-looking workers here, sir. I'd be willing to offer you $40 for two of the white ones and 50 for the blacks. Are you referring to our student athletes? Student athletes. Oh, that is brilliant, sir. Now, when we sell their likeness for video games, how do we get around paying for our slave student athletes then? Look, there are... Good reasons why our student athletes cannot be paid, young man. I ain't arguing. If they got paid, then how'd we make all our money, right? We do not own slaves, and we have no desire to own slaves. But of course you own slaves because... Oh, right. <clears throat> of course you don't have desire to own slaves, son. Neither do I. And if there was any government agency listening in on this here conversation, they should know that we're not talking about slave ownership at all. All right, so now how do you get around not paying your slaves? Get out. This is a prestigious university, and I am not saying one more word to you. 
You think you can do whatever you want because your corporation is a university? This country was founded on the ideals that one corporation couldn't hog all the slaves while the rest of us wallow in poverty. Screw you, Sam. I'm going home. That boy, that boy sold his soul. That boy earns 10,000 pounds a week. Ibita. Ibita. Hey, Ibita. Earnings before and done, done, and done, done, taxation and done, done, bro. Ibita. Right? Gross. Right? That boy, that boy earns 10,000 pounds a week. Gross. Literally and, and figuratively. Ah. P.U. 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 When you Susie land? When you Susie land? P.U. And you Gisa? P.U. The miasma? P.U. That's disgusting. That boy. That boy. That boy earns 3,500 pounds. Net. Ten thousand pounds, Ibita. Ah, Ibi, Ibi, bruh, Ibita. Wow, Ibi hard, right? Ibi, Ibi hard, Ibi what? Ibi who? What? Ibita. What? Ibi hard. Ibi hard. Ibi hard out here, bruh, for these niggas. These niggas are from Ecuador. These niggas, bruh. These niggas are used to hardships. These niggas are from, bruh, they're from gut buckets. These niggas don't know their worth. Ibita! Bruh, Ibita! Ouch! Ouch! Hey, Mr. Bloom, uh uh. Nah. Nah, bruv. You got that boy. You got that boy tied up like Tupac. You got that boy tied up like the fucking Death Row logo, right? In a fucking straight jacket, right? You, hey, bro, you got that boy, ha, ah, 10,000 pounds, Ibita, ha, bro, Ibita, ha, ha, nigga, what, nigga, what? 10,000 pounds, gross, 3,500 net. A week. Nochal, eh? A week. Nochal. Nochal. Bruh, his agents were like, yo, look at Mudri King. How chal, eh? Right? His new agents were like, hey, yo, Moise, look at your peers. Look at how much them boys are earning. How chal? How chal, eh, King? How chal? Right? And that boy took his fucking talents to Instagram and Twitter, and he was like, "Bruh, nah, I got, oh, I got a bones. I want that fucking cannon on my chest, cannon, cannon, bruh, yo, I want that fucking cannon, bruh, I want that, I want that fucking thing on my thing, yo, it looks nice. Look at that badge, right? He saw Trossard. Oh my god, right? He saw Trossard looking off fly." Right, with his fucking gray hair and shit. Brian, he was like, bruh, look at Trossard, bruh. That Arsenal kit looks perfect on Trossard. And he was like, I gotta go. Right? He was like, Mr. Bloom, I'm grateful for everything you've done for me, sir. I'm grateful, massa. Massa, please let me go. Let me go, massa. Massa, please. 
I'm sick and tired of earning 10,000 pounds a week. Give me that. I gotta go. That nigga, that nigga wrote a whole fucking soliloquy. And he was like, yo, I gotta, I gotta go. He submitted his fucking, yo, he was like, nah, here's my fucking soliloquy. I gotta go. I got dreams. Right? Got dreams. I got dreams to remember, bro. He was like, I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go. And Mr. Bloom was like, nah. <laughs> you ain't going anywhere, bro. Now this boy is stuck at Brighton Hove Albion. Right? At the bar. He's stuck at BHA, bro. At the bar. Ha, ha, ha. Right? At the bar. Ha, ha. Ba, ha, 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 ha. Bro, yo. Do better. Right? <laughs> at the bar. Ha, ha. Ba, ha. Bro, yo. Do better. Because Mr. Bloom is your fucking enemy, Dexter. Hey Dexter, Mr. Bloom is your fucking bah ha ha bah ha 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 bra. You stuck at the bar, right? At Brighton Hove Albion, bar. <laughs> bro, hey, bro, free my dog, Moise. Hey, Moise Caicedo, he got dreams. He's got dreams to remember, but he's stuck at the bar. He's stuck at the bar. He's stuck at the bar. That's life, though, right? That's fucking life, niggas. Niggas wanted Moise Caicedo. Right? My niggas out there picking cotton, bruv. Singing, <laughs> singing, singing them sweet fucking Negro spirituals like Master said. Master said. Master said, boy, pick that cotton. Pick that cotton. Pick that cotton. Master said, boy, pick that cotton. He's out there picking cotton. Right? They got these boys signing slave deals. It's fucking sad, bruv. Right? And of course, Chelsea, because Chelsea copies everybody. Chelsea be out here copying niggas' homework. Right? Chelsea saw that shit. Chelsea saw what's happening at the bar. <laughs> at the bar. Hey, bruh, he saw, bruh, Chelsea, bruh, Todd Bowley, he saw that shit. He saw that shit. And he was like, nah, copy that, Roger that, I got that. Right back pocket, got it, it's all good. Right? I got the map, it's all good. Right? I got the map, it's all good, I know the trap, it's all good. It's all good. The South is complete. It's all good. I got the rap. It's all good. Right? I bridge the gap. It's all good. He saw Man City and he's like, yo, I got the shit. It's all good. I bridge the gap. It's all good. Niggas, how you talking about your arsenal? Arsenal's number one. Top of the table. Todd Bowley was like, listen, I'll bridge the gap. It's all good. Bridge the gap. It's all good. Right? And he bought everybody, 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 bought everybody. This nigga spent what, half a billy? Nigga spent half a billy in like six months. It's easy, light work, light work. Financial fair play, who, far, right? Far. Financial fair play, who? Chelsea pulls up, right? CFC. Chelsea football top scooping everybody up. Bruh, yeah, niggas are signing slave deals. Mudrick slave deal. 
right? Enzo Fernandez, slave deal, niggas. Yo, bro, Todd Bowley got these niggas signing eight-year deals, ten-year deals. It, it's insane. Niggas are stuck at CFC. Niggas are stuck at CFC. Like my nigga ZH. ZH wanted to leave CFC. Right? He wanted to take his talents to the fucking PFC. He wanted to play for Barry. Right? PSG. Legit, bruv. He wanted to play. Bro, yo, he wanted to play for PSG, the real PFC, bruv. Niggas talking about your hair. Have you ever heard of Paris football? I don't give a shit about that team, bruv. The only team, the only Parisian team we acknowledge is PSG, the real PFC. All facts. ZH wanted to take his talents to League 1. Is it 1? Hey, bruv, League 1. Right? He wanted to take his talents to League 1. Right? Nigga, nigga flew down there with his fucking agent. They were chilling, waiting for the paperwork. And then Chelsea sent ha, the wrong paperwork three times. Three times. And now ZH is stuck at the CFC. God damn it. ZH is stuck at the what? God damn it. Right? At the CFC. Dana White slapped his wife and he's still at the UFC. God Right? It's all combat. Life is combative. Life is combative, bruv. Yo, I'm sick and tired of, of fighting this government. I'm sick and tired. I get it. Life is combative. Life is difficult. Life is a fight. I get it. But South Africa has taken a lot from me, bruv. This here government has taken everything from me, bruv. These niggas want to work with, with Tottenham. SA Tourism. Has proposed. Bruv, these niggas are the ones proposing. I mean, bruv, yo, my country. Like, hey, listen, let's just let's just call it what it is. We are losers. Dear South Africans, we are losers. Bruv, look at look at the fucking clubs we are proposing to. SA Tourism, South African Tourism, has proposed a three-year sponsorship deal worth 42.5 million pounds, a.k.a. 900 million rands, with English Premier League football club Tottenham Hotspur. Kill me. <clears throat> Kill me now. It's all good. It's all good. Kill me. Kill me now. Your life is nothing. You serve zero purpose. You should kill yourself now and give somebody else a piece of that oxygen and, and ozone layer that's covered up so that we can breathe inside this blue trap bubble. Because what are you here for? To worship me? Kill yourself. I mean that with 100%, with 1,000%. Nah, go ahead. Kill me now. Kill me. Grab a gun. Grab a knife. It's all good. Kill me. Kill me now. It's all good, bro. Yo, I'm ready to die. B.I.G. It's all good. Kill me now. Right? D.I.E. I'm ready, yay. D.I.E. Kill me now. Bruv, in exchange for the investment, SA Tourism will receive kit branding, interview backdrop branding, match day advertising, partnership announcements, training camps in South Africa, and free access to tickets and stadium hospitality. Bruh, 
kill me. It's all good. It's all good. Kill me now. Bro, I gotta, I gotta be I need some tissues, bro. I gotta. Fuck. I'm so emotional. Right? Kill me now. I'm emotional, bro. Kill me fucking now. Okay? My country wants to collaborate with Tottenham Hotspur. Bro, no. Give me now, dude. Fuck. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. I got something stuck in my nose. Right about you crying. Kill me now. <laughs> Kill me now. It's all good. Okay, bruv, kill me now. It's all good. I'm ready to die. Okay? You niggas... <laughs> bruv, this country... This country doesn't respect us. Okay? These fucking... Nah, nah. They don't respect us. Where it is... The finalization of this here fucking proposal has to be settled before the imminent cabinet reshuffle by President Cyril Ramaphosa. Bruh, yo, kill me now! Okay? Okay, bruv? Kill me now! I'm, listen, it's all good. I'm cool with it. Kill me now, bruv. Yo, these niggas, bruh, our country. Yo, we are a loser country. We are losers. Take this L, South Africa. Take it. Take this L. Kill me now, bruv. Kill me now. I'm ready to go. It's all good. Yo, I'm out here packing my bags. It's all good. Kill me now. Crucify me, bruv. Legit, I wanna die. Bro, crucify me. I wanna die by a cross. That's my cross. That's what it is. Right? I'm ready to go. Legit. My country wants to fucking. They wanna sponsor Tottenham. <laughs> bro, Tottenham doesn't wanna sponsor Tottenham. Okay, bro? Hey, bro. Tottenham doesn't fuck with Tottenham. You feel me? Bruh, because North London is red. Red. Okay? Hey, bruh. Hey, Arsenal runs London in general. London in general. Don't matter. Motherfuckers be out here talking about Chelsea. Oh, Chelsea has... Oh, my God. They have, they have fucking Champions Leagues. They have Champions Leagues. Yeah, but also they were owned by a fucking, you know, war criminal. Basically, in a nutshell, or a funder, or a backer of, of war crimes. Right? Right? Bruh, hey, what are we, what are we talking about, bruh? Hey, stolen money is endless. Right? And fucking Roman Abramovich stole his money. And he used that fucking gua to build Chelsea Football Club. Right? So Chelsea Football Club is technically a fucking criminal organization. I mean, brah, Todd Bowley is out here moving just like Roman Abramovich, if not worse. Where's the money coming from? Are you motherfuckers cooking books? What's going on over there, bruv? Them niggas are gonna get investigated. 
Them niggas are fucking up the market for everybody, bruv. Chelsea is a fucking disaster. They are ruining football. These are all fucking facts. Manchester City is richer than Chelsea, but them niggas don't move like that. Newcastle is richer than Chelsea, but them boys don't move like that. They don't move like that. Right? Them niggas are celebrating being in the fucking Carabao Cup final, bruv. As if it's the World Cup final. They don't move like that. But their bag is bigger. Right? Evidently something wrong is going on over there. Chelsea, bruv. But time will tell. It's all good. Right? Time will tell. Come on, you gunners. Come on, you gunners. Niggas are complaining about Jorginho. Dear Arsenal. Stop acting like spoiled brats. Dear Arsenal fans worldwide, please. Stop acting like fucking spoiled brats. Jorginho is going to fucking... Brah, he's going to help us a lot. Okay? Because number one... His stats are better than Thomas Partey's stats this season. Right? Niggas like, oh, he doesn't... He doesn't play like Thomas Partey. Well, yeah. He's not as physical as Thomas Partey. However, he's got better stats than Thomas Partey this season. In other words, he's better than our best midfielder. Right? Stop fucking whining. We did well. Good business. Shrewd business. Right? We are Arsenal Football Club. We don't buy the league. Legit, we play for it. We play fair and square. We don't buy top four. If we get top four, we get it. If we don't get it, we don't get it. And we keep it moving. We are Arsenal Football Club. Okay, so when I asked y'all how to get into soccer, y'all told me to find a team I like, find a player I like in the Premier League, and support them. So that's what we're about to do. We're going to find a team first, and I'm not going to lie, right off the bat, I want to be an Arsenal fan. Solely because the team name is cool as shit. Like, I'm not about to be a fan of no team with a lame-ass name. The fuck I look like supporting a team called Tottenham Hotspur? Hell nah. I'm rocking with Arsenal till I die. Fuck everybody else, where to? Hold on, let me see who our rival is. Oh, shit. Would you look at that? We beefing with Tottenham. Fuck Tottenham. I don't even know if I'm saying that right, but fuck y'all. Alright, let's get a favorite player now. Definitely not you. You play for Tottenham. And your forehead is offensively large. Ain't this the guy that missed a penalty against France too? Damn, it is. He sent that shit to the moon. Of course he would play for Tottenham. Fuck. We'll be aight. Win, lose, or draw. We'll be okay. Because we are Arsenal Football Club. AFC, the Arsenal, Gunners, Gooners, that's who we are, right? Win, lose, or draw. We ain't gotta buy the fucking Premier League, bruv. Our thing is gold, lest we forget. Don't forget what we did in 2004, bruv. We gave you all the fucking Invincibles. That's who we are. We are Invincible. We are the Gooners. We are the fucking Gunners. We are Arsenal Football Club. That's who we are. Right? We got a fucking cannon for a badge. That's who we are. Right? Right? Serious things, bruv. That's who we are. We ain't got to buy Moise Caicedo for a hundred million. Let's keep it a buck. He's not worth a hundred million. It doesn't make sense. 
to spend a hundred million on Moise Caicedo. Nor does it make sense to spend a hundred million on Mudrik. It doesn't make sense. Right? It doesn't make sense to spend a hundred million on Enzo Fernandez. He's worth fucking 80, 85 at best. It don't make sense. Mudrik is worth, bruh, yo, 50, 55 at best. Moise Caicedo, 30, 35, 40 at best. What are we talking about? Bruv, if Enzo Fernandez is worth 106 or 107 million pounds, bruv, how much, how much will fucking Jude Bellingham cost? How much, how much, bruh, yo, what's the, what's Saka's value right now? What's fucking Bukayo Saka's value right now? What's Martinelli's value? What's Martin Odegaard's value? What are we talking about? What's fucking William Saliba's value right now? What's fucking Balogan's value right now? The fuck? What's fucking Mitoma's value right now? What's McAllister's value? Right? Bruv, all of these, all of these fucking valuations. <laughs> I just, bruh, yo, everything is overpriced. They are all inflated. It doesn't make sense, right? And Arsenal doesn't conduct business in this fashion. Arsenal doesn't move like Chelsea. Insufficient funds. You ain't got no money. Woo. Nor do we move like Man United. Oh, Manchester City, bruv, we don't buy the league. We don't buy this shit, bruv. We play for it fair and square because we respect the sport. We respect the art of football, right? And I know, I get it. Some of y'all are out there going, well, Maui, you'll never, huh, you'll never win the fucking Champions League, Dan. It's all good, right? I could rather not. I could rather not win the fucking Champions League. Than spend a billion pounds, right? A billion fucking pounds buying or trying to buy the fucking Champions League. Fuck that. Fuck that. We ain't gotta buy it. I wanna win it fair and square. Legit. I wanna buy decent players or good players at a decent price, right? It doesn't make sense, bruv. So, what? Every single player who can dribble. Is now valued at a hundred million just because the boy can dribble? I mean, come on, bruv. Enzo Fernandez has one goal and five assists. What are we talking about? One goal and five assists. Now, granted, yes, yes, he played well at the World Cup. But, bruv, that's where it stops. Right? That's where it stops. He's a good player, but a hundred milli? Right, 106 even, right, 107, bruv, 106 million pounds, I mean, come on, bruv, right, it's insane, UEFA is gonna look into this shit, bruv, and it's not gonna end well, all facts, but Tottenham, you know, really, hey, hey, essay tourism, really, bruv, yo, my chin is falling apart. Bruv, I'm falling apart. I don't know, bruv. I don't know. I don't know if I can take this shit anymore, bruv. I'm tired. 
I want to leave this country. I'm sick and tired of South Africa. I don't think I can take this shit anymore, bro. I'm not built for this shit. On God. On fucking God, bro. My country is out here literally courting Tottenham Football Club. Bro, what? These motherfuckers are courting Tottenham Hotspur. They want to sponsor Tottenham Hotspur, bro. Yo, might as well take that money, right? And and just, just give it to Brighton. It's all good. Give it to Newcastle. Hey, it's all good. Give it to any other fucking club, right? In the Premier League. Except Tottenham Hotspur. The fuck are y'all doing? What are y'all doing, bruv? Who's running shit over there, bruv? These motherfuckers don't know anything about football. Right? They don't get it. Oh, bruv, yo, give your money. Give your money to Manchester United. Give your money to Liverpool. Oh, give it to Liverpool. Liverpool needs that money. Legit. They only bought Gakpo. Right? Bruh, these niggas only bought Gakpo. During this fucking transfer window. Hey, Gekpo is looking like a bust. Bruh, pray for my dog, Jurgen Klopp. Because Liverpool is falling apart. Right? Ever since money left, bruh, yo, pray for my G. Pray for my dog. Dish what it dish. SA Tourism, take that fucking Billy Rands, bruh. Hey, that Billy Rands, bruh. That William Rands, bruh. And just hand it over to Liverpool. Legit. Liverpool over Tottenham, bruv. Take that Billy Rands, bruv. Right? Take that fucking Billy Rands, bruv. Hey, and hand it over to Liverpool, bruv. All fucking facts, bruv. Billy Rands, Willie. Hey, Willie, why? Billy, who? William Rands, bruv. Hand it over. Legit. We live in a crazy fucking time, bruv. Legit. Tottenham. Nobody respects Tottenham Hotspur. Right? Niggas, how you talking about Pedro Porro? <laughs> Pedro Porro? Bruh, who gives a fuck about Pedro? Pedro Porro? Nah, get Pedro Porro. Who gives a fuck about that boy? Who cares? Right? You motherfuckers shipped Doherty to fucking her. To a better situation. Y'all shipped that boy to Atletico. That boy is gonna ball out under Simeone. These are all fucking facts. That Irish boy's gonna ball out. And that Diego, Diego, bruh, he's gonna fucking ball out. Right? Tottenham, Tottenham just, bruh, Tottenham is just riddled with mistakes. All fucking facts, bruv. And you motherfuckers want to work with Tottenham. Yo, our country, well, our government has a fucking loser's mentality. Look at the team that we want to work with. Look at the team. That we want to fucking sponsor. Look at the team that we want to hand over a fucking Billy. Hey, a Billy Rams, bro. Hey, look at this. Bro, Tottenham? Win for the one, baby. Demand Tottenham? It's crazy, bro. It's fucking crazy, bro. Because Tottenham, bro, yo, they are a bunch of losers. And if we work with them, we are basically saying, hey, we are also a bunch of losers. Right? South Africa is just... Yo, we are losers. All facts. If we sponsor Tottenham, bruv, yo, hey, we are basically confirming to the world that, hey, 
Yeah, yes, you are right about South Africa. We are fucking losers. Legit. It's crazy, bro. I, 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 I don't know, bro. I really don't know what the fuck is going on. Right? And that little deal over there, bro, yo, it further proves that, you know, that, that you know, the, the, you know, right? Them fucking English motherfuckers basically, you know, still run shit over here, bro. Legit. Right? England still runs South Africa. Legit. They still do. Like, let's keep it a buck. They still do. Right? South Africa is basically England, you know, in Africa. These are all fucking facts. They still run shit over there, bruv, because, yo, like, you know, we want to be close to the motherfuckers, bruv. We love just, you know, we love mingling. We are always in a fucking tryst with the English, always. I guess it's, it's, it's funny, right? It's fucking funny, bruv. Fucking English, bruv. Spare. You know? Niggas out here reading spare. Spares out here fucking. Yo, you niggas, bruv, do better. How about utilize your time better? I remember a time when I was really horny, and I saw what I thought to be a blank DVD. I thought, DVDs have a tight hole. They might feel pretty good. So I put my soft todger into the hole of the DVD, and for a few seconds as I started getting harder, it felt pretty good. But then, once I was fully erect, it started being painful. My penis was stuck in the DVD, and I had to break it in half to get it out. It was then when I flipped the broken DVD over and realized that it was not a blank DVD, but a copy of the Pixar movie Up. It would appear that this time, I really did fuck up. I'm popping off as if I ain't got a lot of life to live When in truth my slice of life is saved Joy con drift, my Sid Myers. Boost and lift the bullshit, cause there's been bias. I'm Prince Harry when the crown got a bit bias. Even when banging an Antonin ass, I've been pious. In hellish times, new havens were built by us. So for every skull and bones, we've got God bias. And for every palace, there's hype beasts and God bias. Nigga, how dare you look at my pan like there's graphite for lead in it Ink flows like blood as if termites dead in it The boys chase starlight like there's bread in it The basket got shelled Europe is in the dark, the Russian bastard got shelled In a glass house with a block rock full of shale I hope my death brings forth peace and carriage in That way the calm will give entropy some oxygen And imbalance, balance is what I'm encouraging The cycle of life from meditations to narrow Slip a red card into tarot How you gon' kick the ball about like El Nenny wasn't a pharaoh Like Bully wasn't De Niro And a bag from the Caucasus didn't break up Jesus and marrow Oh my god, our black heroes are tubs of ice cream and lard Meanwhile, Elon killed a mockingbird and Tom Brady went back wild And lifted the Vince Lombard I cleansed the broken, discarded and sullied Like the Appy's River, I need the Praetorian Guard something productive with your time because time is precious that's all we have 
That's all we got. Time is fleeting, right? We are getting older every single second, bruv. Do better. Stop wasting your time, right? Stop wasting your time. Motherfuckers are out here reading spare. I mean, what? Huh? Prince Harry, what? I mean, huh? Oh, oh, Prince Harry is out here spilling the beans, Maui. He's spilling the beans about the royal family, Maui. Oh, 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 the royal family is just trifling. They're trifling, Maui. Them niggas are racist. Bruh, do better. Legit, right? Do better shit with your time. Be productive. Do productive shit like, hey, listen to Sir Trail. How about that? Support your local business. Subscribe to an OnlyFans. How about that, bruv? Hey, watch, hey, watch Big Brother Titans. Zing dollars on this. Big Brother. Do better. That's all I'm saying. Do dope shit with your time. That's all. Hey, that's all. That's all I'm saying, bruv. Do better. Right? Niggas be out here fucking reading Spare. Oh, Maui, I'm listening to Spare, bro. You niggas got that shit on audiobook? Oh, yeah, Prince Harry read it himself. Yeah, he, he read it himself. I mean, he took the time out to read his own book. I mean, what a guy. Bro, hey, wait, what? Bro, you niggas are listening to the fucking Duke of Sussex? Bro, yeah, what? The fucking Duke of Sussex, you know? What? Sussex. This nigga, bruh, Sussex. The sex in the, hey, hey, the sex in his title. And you motherfuckers take this shit, bruh, he's a duke. Wait, what? Hell, wait, what? Bruh, you niggas, you niggas take this fucking royal family shit seriously, bruh? He's a duke. In 2023, we got, we got a duke. This fucking guy is a prince, bro. Hey, wait, like, it's 2023. And Harry is a prince slash duke of Sussex. There's sex in his town. Hey, what? And you niggas take this shit seriously. Like, bro, what, what the fuck is going on, bro? Are we, hey, are we in a play? Huh? Did fucking Shakespeare write this shit, bro? The fuck? Hey, bruh, you niggas take this fucking royal family shit seriously, bruv? Wait, what, what? Yo, Maui, oh, you gotta watch Crown, Maui. You gotta watch Crown. Oh, my God, Crown. Oh, my God. Crown is amazing. Nigga, nah. Right? Nigga, nah. Do better. Oh, Maui, yo, yo, did you hear the Prince Harry? Prince Harry killed the fucking Taliban. I'm like, bruh, listen, nah. Nah, yo, I'd brag too. I'd brag too. Right? The fucking British media was out here attacking Prince Harry for saying that, or for claiming that he killed 25 Taliban members. I was like, bruh, yo, hey, listen, you niggas are you saying is bragging, bruh, who would it? You niggas are attacking Prince Harry for quote-unquote bragging about killing 25 Taliban. Bruh, hey, I'd brag too. I'd brag too. <laughs> I, 
Albrecht too. Right? This fucking guy is a war hero. Evidently, Albrecht too. Legit. Right? And I'd be out here making niggas feel inadequate for fucking stealing valor. I'd pull up and be like, bruh, hey, do better. Right? Many men died for that fucking uniform. Do better, sir. Do better. I have fucking comrades who died for that uniform. Who died for that flag. Do better. I'd brag too. Oh, I killed 25 Taliban. Bruh, hey, who wouldn't brag? I see we posted with pistols and rockets. Ain't making deposits. We putting that shit all in the box. Then got a little buzz, now I'm popping. Got racks in my pockets. A bitch nigga reached and I popped. It's you or it's me, that's the option. You got that little pistol, ain't popped. It ain't got you nobody. See, really, you niggas, nobody's got rank in the city. I make me one collar, you body. See, we flashing crashes, a hobby. Been going too fast with this shit, something like Ricky Bobby. I'm strapped like it's part of my body. Stiff at the shoulders, I'm something like Frazier Ali. You fake, yeah, you niggas a copy. I bet if I give her this pill, she jump out of. Body. It's wet, but I bet it gets sloppy Cause I got a stroke, give a hope, and I bet he can't cop Was cold on that field, was a jockey But I had been jumped in that field before cleats and I hide me These niggas too pussy to try me Bumping they gums on the net like they don't know where I be 600 the block, do you copy? I really had things at the hotel getting lit in the lobby These labels, they trying to sign me But I want the for my son, ain't no telling what I need See, I'm banging a crib like a hot sheet, ayy And like, ayy Hold on, dialogue Please I beg, I beg, please, I beg, I beg, hey, I beg, please, show me that honorable man who wouldn't brag about killing 25 Taliban members, please, please, I beg, I beg, show me that man of honor who wouldn't brag because I'd like to congratulate that nigga. I'd like to, I'd like to shake his hand. Huh? I'd like to give him a hug. A manly holla, come to him. Come here, nigga, you fucking big bear. Come here, come, come, you fucking, come here, you fucking killer, you come here. Right? Bro, hey, I beg. I beg. I'd like to, I'd like to congratulate that nigga like, hey, hey, congratulations, sir. Congratulations. You are honorable. You don't brag about killing the Taliban. You don't give a shit. Right? You don't wear that shit on your sleeve. Right? You don't conduct interviews about that shit. Why aren't you, huh? Why aren't you? Why aren't you on the fucking cover of, of magazine in Tonton? Newspaper, what, what? Why aren't you, bruh? Why aren't you trending on social media? Because, because I would be trending right now if I kill, if I kill 25 Taliban, bruh. Yo, I'd be all over social media, bruh. I'd be out here moving like Sheba the Tiger, bruh. I'd be all over that thing, bruh. I'd be, hey, bruh, I'd be trending like fucking, hey, Nkambali's condoms, bruh. I'd be out here, who? Bruh, I beg. Please, please. I beg, I beg. Show me. Show me that honorable man who wouldn't brag about killing 25. Ah, Allah, Akbar. Bruh, 25 Taliban members, please. Yo, I beg. I beg. I beg. I beg. I beg. Please.
Congratulations, sir! Evidently, evidently you, you are South African, right? Or at the bare min, at the bare minima, minima, right? Minimize, realize, fake niggas I despise. Bro, hey, at the bare minimum, you got South African blood in ya. If you ain't from South Africa, but now you got a little bit of that South Aina because you're a loser, sir. You a loser. And evidently, you a fan of the cock. You a fan of the bird. You like the bird, don't you? Hey, hey, sir, sir. You like the cock, don't you? You like the cock. You like, you like the cock. You like the, you like the cock. Hey, sir, sir, it's all good. It's all good. You can be whoever the fuck you want to be. You are free, bruv. Hey, listen, we live, we live in a free world. You can be, hey. You can be, you can be happy if you want. You love the cock. You love the bird. Right? Evidently. You a Tottenham fan. You love the bird. You ain't the bird. Hey, hey, sir. Sir, hey, you killed, you killed 25 Taliban members. And you ain't bragging because you love the bird. You love the bird, don't you? You love, you love the bird. You love the bird, don't you? Right, that bird, that bird be all here just fucking, you know. Just perching, perching on a ball, right? The Tottenham logo is a bird, right? Perching on a ball. It's a bird just, just fucking just chilling on a ball. Just, it's a bird doing the fucking Skarango Abaze on the ball, R.I.B., of course. He's from the East, of course, right? Right? Wise men are from the east, of course. R.I.P., of course. Stop reading spare. Right? Read better shit. Like the fucking Bible, of course. Right? The Bible, of course. Right? Oh, Maui, have you seen that? Spare, huh? Spare is the highest selling non-fiction book of all time. Hey, brah. You went to the bird, aren't you? You like the bird, don't you? The bird, the bird be out there chilling on a ball. You, you into balls and birds, right? You into balls and cocks. Balls and cocks. It's all, it's all good, my nigga. It's all good, right? I bumped into a tweet last week that the YouTube kids is out here fucking paddling gay content to the kids. Hey, man. You need that glitzy kind of stuff, though. Man, what else are you putting in your mouth, man? You about fruity as hell. Is this something you want to tell me? Is this something you want to tell me? Huh? What? Man, stop playing with me, man. man. I mean, because I'm eating a hot dog, but you just imagine a whole dick in my mouth. Hey, man, stop playing with me, bro. You know I ain't with that fruity shit. I mean, it's 2022, bro. If you want to be a, a cat, a hamster, a dog, I won't judge you. If you gauges, let me know. I've eaten a popsicle around you, rot. Banana to get my potassium, and each time you imagine a dick in my mouth. So again, I ask you, is this something you want to tell me? 
How can I be homophobic? My bitch is gay. Hit man in a top try, see a man topless, even the stick is gay. Hugging my brothers and say that I love them, but I don't swing that way. The man them celebrate Eid, the trap still running on Christmas Day. Somebody tell Doja Cat that I'm trying to indulge in that. In my great trap suit, see the bulging that, see the motion clap when you're throwing it back. YouTube Kids is out here teaching the kids how to be gay, bruh. Hey. Say me bruh. Me bruh. <laughs> me bruh. <laughs> you a Tottenham fan? Huh? You into balls and cocks, aren't you? You like them. Hey, you like them balls and cocks, don't you? Huh? Don't you? Don't ya, bruh, don't ya? Don't ya? Bruh, don't you wish, don't you wish your cock had a cannon like me, don't ya? Don't ya? Right? Hey, don't ya? Hey, bruh, don't ya? Don't you wish, don't you wish? Huh, don't you wish? Don't you, bruh, don't you wish? Huh? Don't you, bruh, you like, you like cocks, don't ya? Sir, you a Tottenham fan. You like fucking balls and cocks. You like cocks and balls. That's what you ain't into. You ain't into birds and balls. Birds and balls. That's what, that's what you ain't into, bruv. My niggas ain't into the fucking birds and the bees. You ain't into the fucking birds and the balls. You like the bird, don't you? You a loser. Right? You got the South African blood in you. The blood. The blood in you. Right? It's coursing through your fucking veins. That's what you got. Right? Look at you. Huh? Bruh. Hey, bruh. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even fucking touch a fucking hemoglobin. Right? You look like. Hey, bruh. Are you fucking iron deficient, bruh? Huh? Why the fuck? Why the fuck do you fuck with white? Huh? They're fucking bro. Look at Tottenham. Their jersey is iron deficient. Arsenal, all blood, all blood, all blood, all, all, all blood, all blood, bro. Look at us, bro. Look at us. Our jersey be out there looking like the fucking HIV and AIDS ribbon. This is what it is. It's all blood. That's who we are. Sir. Sir, you killed. You killed 25 Taliban members. And you ain't bragging about it? Nothing. You ain't bragging about it. You ain't. You ain't. Bro, hey. You are not on the fucking cover. Oh, fucking off Sports Illustrated? Bruh, why the fuck? Why the fuck aren't you? Hey, why aren't you the man of the year? Huh? Why the fuck aren't you the fucking sports person of the year? Because, hey, bruv, killing is a sport. Right? In the Middle East, killing is a sport. Right? And, bruv, yo, if I kill...
killed 25 Taliban, bro. Listen, y'all. Sports Illustrated, SBs, I'm there. I'm there. Ballon d'Or, I'm there. Right? FIFA best, I'm there. That's me, though. That's just, that's just me, though. The, 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 bro, that's just me, though. That's just me, though. Right? If I if I woulda if I woulda killed twenty five Taliban, bro, I woulda bragged about it. That's just me, though. Right? I'd like to have that shit on my fucking resume. Maui Mao podcaster, comedian, killed twenty five Taliban. That's me. Right? I like that shit. Legit, bruv, I like the idea of being a fucking murderous comedian. That's, hey, that's, that's down my alley. Hey, I live down here, hey. I robbed a couple of people down this alley, bruv. I, hey, I fucks with this alley, bruv. Right, do people disappear at this fucking alley? Of course. But it's all good. Overall, yo, hey, listen, it's above board. Right? Bruh, hey, that's just me. Niggas out here attacking Prince Ario. Oh, he's bragging about killing 25 men. You niggas, you niggas are not protecting terrorists. You niggas are now on the side of the fucking Taliban. Hey, what's going on? Hey, bruh, what the fuck is happening in the UK? Huh? You niggas have, have half a million public servants protesting. Niggas want better wages. Fucking inflation has has the entire country in a fucking vice grip. Niggas, niggas are fucked up in the hood. Niggas are fucked up in the hood. Motherfuckers are getting knifed in the hood. Right? <laughs> niggas, niggas are dying in the hood. The boys, the boys, the boys, the boys. The boys, the boys, the boys. Amazon Prime's the boys. Outperforms all of Marvel Studios' Disney Plus series to become 2022's most watched superhero program. Bruh, Disney Plus, who? The boys, the boys, the boys, the boys. The boys huh, are fucked up in the hood. Right? And of course, the boys think Mudrick hey, is a bit racist. Because there's a fucking video of Mudrick out there saying the N-word. He's rapping along to a fucking song by Lil Baby. Right? Right? By Lil Baby. And he's out there saying, oh, real nigga, da-da-da-da-da. Oh, my nigga, da-da-da-da-da. Hey, Mudrick, hey. The boys are watching. The boys, the boys, the boys, the boys. Right? The boys, the boys, the boys, the boys, bruv. Boys will be boys. Right, Michael Jordan's son is out here, is out here piping down, lost a pippin. The boys, the boys, the boys. Right, Michael Jordan's son is out here hooking up with Scottie Pippen's ex-wife, lost a pippin. The boys, the boys, the boys. The boys, the boys, the boys. It never stops. Right. The boys, the boys, the boys, the boys be out here wildin', but also, bruv, hey, the girls are out here wildin', because, hey, <laughs> word is, Kim Jong-un's daughter could just be next in line. <laughs> Kim Jong-un is out here signaling to the world 
that his daughter, Juai, will succeed him. The girls, the girls, the girls! The girls! Hey, bruv, hey, a woman has been charged with finding a lookalike online and then killing her to fake her own death. The girls, the girls, the girls! The girls, the girls, the girls, bruv! A 23-year-old German-Iraqi woman sought out a lookalike on Instagram and murdered her with a friend in order to fake her own death. Prosecutors in Bavaria believe. When the blood-covered body of a young woman was found last August in a parked Mercedes in Ingolstadt, southern Germany, reports initially identified the victim as Sharaban K, a Munich-based 23-year-old beautician with Iraqi roots. Even though some members of Sharaban K's family had identified the body, an autopsy report the next day raised questions over its identity. The victim was eventually named as Khadija O, an Algerian beauty blogger from Heilbronn in the neighboring state of Baden-Württemberg. Also 23. Brah, the girls. The girls, the girls. We live in a crazy fucking world. What a time to be alive, but also what a time to be dead. Right? Because our fucking government wants to work with Tottenham. Bruh, South Africa has enough problems as it is. Okay, bruv, we don't have the fucking financial capacity. Right? Nor do we have the fucking, the spiritual, mental, whatever the fuck capacity to handle what comes with being in cahoots with Tottenham. Okay? Hey, hey, dear government, dear ANC, you don't want those fucking Tottenham problems. You don't want them. We have enough problems, bruv. Hey, ANC president, and of course, South Africa's president, Cyril Ramaphosa, says that there's broad agreement to declare a state of disaster over the country's energy crisis. Bruv, what, wait, what? You niggas still haven't declared load shedding as a state of disaster? So, like, what, what, what? Fam, we, we, we have been, like, what, what, huh? We've been struggling with this shit for years now. It has been a state of disaster. Well, well, like, well, what are, what are y'all talking? Yo, what are these niggas doing? 
What do they do? My heroes are either dead or cross-armed Like the Orlando Buccaneers At this lyrical height, we poppin' ears You lucky stars ain't my peers When it gets fishy, my horns rock veneers Sadness with every cheers I broke my back I need dandelion derbies to walk a mile You niggas move funny style Whole swags every bro palsy Sausage fest, your men united Every Fergie needs a scalzy I'm young, black and ballsy They said I'm like Japan and Qatar My cojones done crossed the line Sour grapes, you as sweet as wine Your confidant shanked your back like Tyson when he popped his spine I broke my back my pen is Marcus Rashford, backed by Benny in the 18 area. Bullies and carriers, protect your complex when you're feeling inferior. Stop the nonsense like your home barrier. Two X's over your eyes like you ain't a Y chromosome carrier. I broke my back. What do you mean by that? Your back is broken. What, a vertebrae or The cocaine 80s is what my boss party like. I do what I bloody like. Whoa, is what I caught a body like. I leave the booth bloody like the mass kill bill made. I got the type of energy to get search real paid. I broke my back. What do you mean by that? Your back is broken. What, a, a vertebrae or, or what portion? Spinal. Right, can you please explain exactly what City have been charged with? Well, basically, they've been charged with breaking the Premier League's financial fair play rules around 100 times over a nine-year period. Uh, which starts in 2009 and goes on until uh, 2018. And you have to bear in mind that during that period, uh, Manchester City won the Premier League title three times. Now, the Premier League's financial fair play rules, uh, basically they're designed to ensure that clubs uh, pretty much spend what they earn. And you can get around to the rules potentially by inflating how much you're earning or hiding how much you are spending. And uh, according to the Premier League, uh, the Manchester City allegedly broke rules over nine seasons. They didn't provide accurate financial information. Allegedly, they did not fully disclose uh, the financial remuneration that was made to one of their managers over a four-year period. Uh, that is the suggestion that there was a secret contract. So one of their managers was actually getting paid much more than was officially stated. Uh, the Premier League also alleged that Manchester City didn't comply uh, with UEFA's financial fair play rules over a five-year period. And uh, they also alleged that Manchester City have not fully cooperated with the Premier League's investigation. So, I mean, this is a very, very serious matter for Manchester City. In the past, when they've been investigated by UEFA, uh, they've always insisted that they have done nothing wrong. Uh, in uh, February 2020, they were banned by UEFA uh, from European competition for two seasons and also fined 30 million euros. Uh, they took that case to the Court of Arbitration for Sports. The ban was overturned. Uh, the fine was reduced uh, to 10 million euros. Uh, and at that CAS hearing, uh, the uh, panel found that most of the breaches alleged were not established or were time barred, which effectively means that they happened too long ago for UEFA to be able to do anything about them. Now, crucially, Premier League rules 
do not include a time bar. So when Manchester City defend themselves, they cannot say uh, these alleged offences uh, took place too long ago for you to be able to do anything about them. Um, I've heard all of that, uh, Carve, and, and thanks for clarifying it. My, my mind immediately goes then, uh, what could the ramifications be for City? Uh, some areas uh, at the moment are reporting it could be a points deduction. Would that be a current points deduction? Uh, because a historic one um, mm. would have all sorts of implications, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I think according to the Premier League rules, uh, it can be a points deduction. Uh, or there's even the threat uh, I've seen mentioned of expulsion from the Premier League. I think I think that would be uh, an extreme punishment. Uh, but if it was a, a points deduction, it would be a points deduction that would uh, be in the current season. You know, so if 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 they were found guilty uh, in that season when they were found guilty, that's when the points deduction would be applied. Now, I don't think it's going, it's going to be anything that's going to happen very, very quickly. So I would discount the chances of anything happening this season. This investigation has already been going on for five years. Uh, so I don't anticipate it uh, now being dealt with quickly. I think this is something that's going to go on uh, for a long time yet. So there is this independent commission that's looking at this. So what sort of timescale can we expect? And then do we expect, if either side aren't happy, uh, that it will go to the Court of Arbitration for Sport and we'll, and we'll go on and on and on here? Yeah, I mean, certainly this is something that's going to go on and on and on. If you look at the Premier League's uh, rules, uh, it says the proceedings before the Commission uh, will, in accordance to Premier League rules be confidential and heard in private. So basically, uh, a, an independent commission is going to be set up and the hearings will be heard in private. So we will not know anything about it. And uh, according to Premier League rules, it says the commission's final award will be published on the Premier League's website. Uh, so we have no indication of how long this will take. Uh, we will not be able to report on what is happening and we will only find out the final decision when it's published on the Premier League's website. As I said, this is, this is something that is, is not going to be dealt with quickly. And you have to bear in mind, the only reason that this all came to light, these alleged breaches, uh, was, uh, when is it now, five years ago, uh, a German newspaper, Der Spiegel, uh, newspaper magazine, published an investigation which was based on the work of a computer hacker, a Portuguese computer hacker called Rui Pinto, who'd hacked into uh, the computer accounts, email accounts of various football clubs and, and agents. And it was this uh, story in Der Spiegel based on these hacked emails that started the UEFA investigation into Manchester City uh, which also led to this uh, Premier League investigation into Manchester City. It, it's important to uh, to stress we haven't heard anything from Manchester City today, uh, but in the past, whenever I've spoken to them or whenever anyone's spoken to them about these matters, uh, they've always insisted that uh, they have done absolutely nothing wrong, uh, and they would also point to the fact that uh, their UEFA ban was overturned, their most recent UEFA ban, uh, was overturned by the Court of Arbitration for Sport in 
uh, February 2020, although they had been uh, found guilty of breaking financial fair play rules by UEFA previously, I think in 2014. Uh, and last time around at CAS, although the ban was overturned, they were still fined 10 million euros. North London forever, whatever the weather, these streets are our Nah, bruv, the Lord was like, nah, 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 we ain't doing that. The Jibrav God was like, mm-mm, nah. Arsenal has to win this Premier League. That's Allah right there, right? And the Lord said, may they all lose this weekend. The Lord was like, nah, bruv, they shall all lose. If Arsenal loses, they shall all lose. Right, well, everybody except for Manchester United and Newcastle. But, you know, our enemies, Manchester City, lost. It's a beautiful thing, bruv. When Arsenal lost on Saturday, bruv, I cried. Okay, bruv, all night. Legit. And, bruv, on Sunday morning, guess what? I was still crying. I was still in tears, bruv. Cry me a river, bruv. It's all good. It's all good, bruv. We here. Uh, we are still leading the league by five points. Ain't that beautiful? Huh? Yo, thank you, Tottenham. Thank you. Salute. Thank you, Harry Kane. 267 goals for Tottenham, bruv. He's now officially their all-time leading goal scorer. It's a beautiful fucking thing, bruv. Listen, fam, I fucks with Harry Kane. I like Harry Kane. I have no beef with Harry Kane, bruv. Legit. I honestly wish that, you know, he, he wins something. Legit, like he deserves a trophy. Give that man a trophy. He deserves it. He deserves it. Bruv, the Lord said... May they all lose this weekend, bruv. Yo, everybody lost. Everybody lost. Listen, hey, yo, Manchester City is everybody. Because everybody plays for Manchester City, bruv. Yo, everybody either plays for Manchester City or Chelsea Football Club, bruv. And we don't fuck with Chelsea Football Club, do we? Do we? No, we don't. We don't bangs with them boys. They took baby boy. Bruh, they took. Bruh, they hijacked... <laughs> Baby boy, they they took baby boy now. Granted, granted, baby boy is looking like a flop in the making, though, right? Right, baby boy is out here looking like trash, though. Let's just keep. Hey, bro, what? Forty-five minutes, zero everything. He played for 45 minutes and he had zero everything. No shots on target. No dribbles. No passes in the box. Bro, he, he basically, he basically just fucking, yo, he was just being carried. Right? He was being babysitted. Baby, babysitted by Enzo Fernandez, who's looking like the real deal. But still, he ain't worth a hundred milli, but bro, that's neither here nor there. My point is, they hijacked baby boy. They took Mudrik, right? 
from right from right under under our fucking noses, bruv. They just scooped that boy up. But it's all good, bruv. Arsenal lost against Everton. Them boys were charged up. Right? They were charged up, bruv. They now have what? Sean Dyke? Right? Or is it Sean Deitch? Who gives a fuck? Who cares? Dyke, Deitch, it's all good. All these niggas gay. Right? My point is, my point is, bruv, Arsenal lost. Right? And the Lord was like, huh, may they all lose this weekend, bruv. The Lord, huh, the Lord said, the Lord said, the Lord said, may they all lose this weekend, bruv. Arsenal lost and everybody lost. <laughs> Everybody, bro. Real Madrid lost. Huh? Yeah. Real Madrid lost. Arsenal lost, and then everybody started losing, bro. Right? Everybody losing. Legit, bro. We live in a hyperinflation world. Everybody losing, bro. Everybody losing, except for alcoholics. Them niggas ain't losing nothing. Them niggas, bruv, yo, South Africa. Did y'all know that um Casa Laga is still 15 Rand? Bruv, they released an ad on Twitter. Right? And I'm pretty sure the ad is everywhere by now, right? It's on Twitter, Google Ads, Facebook, everywhere. They got a fucking billboard, I'm pretty sure, bruv. Yo, they're out here advertising a fucking 750 milliliter bottle of Casa Laga. And they, they, they are you pushing that shit with the following slogan. And I quote, right? Casa Laga. Right? Still 15 rand. Them niggas pulled up and released a statement. And they said, yo, bruv, hey, everything changing. Prices are going up. Petrol is expensive. Food is expensive. Bread is expensive. But Casa Light... Is still 15 rand. I'm, I'm, I mean, South Africa, at this rate, guys, let's just, yo, let's just, let's just all be alcoholics. Right? Let's just, let's just, bruv, listen, there's carbs in that bear. Who needs bread when you have Casalaga? Everything's expensive. Bread is like, what, what 20 bucks? Right? Bread is 20 bucks. Once upon a time, bread was like 9 rand. Now bread is 20 rands, bruv. Legit, let's just, let's just all sippity sip on that cold brew, bruv. Right? Do y'all remember Hansa Pilsner? The kiss of the size hop. Let's get that. Let's bring that back. Is it still available? Is it still around? Is Hansa still available? Because these niggas brought back Crown. Bro, whoever thought they brought back Crown. Bro, yo, the last time I saw Crown, my papa was still alive. That's the last time. And yo, bro, yo, lo and behold, I walk into a store and bada bing, bada boom, Crown is right there looking at me. On some Maui, drink me. Maui, become an alcoholic. Maui, your kid is going to stress you. Maui, start drinking now before the kid is born. Maui. Take me, right, into, into your warm, loving arms. The bottle looked at me, right, with, with them, with them lovey-dovey eyes, right? The fucking crown bottle gave me, <laughs> it gave me them fucking, uh, them bedroom eyes, right? That, that bottle was like, Maui, take me in. Take me in, Maui, take me in. I'm an orphan, take me in. Take me in. 
Save me, save my soul, take me in. Take me in, Maui. I belong in your family, I belong in your crib, I belong in your arms, I belong in your mouth, Maui. And bro, yo, for a minute there, I was tempted, right? And then I looked at my wife, right? And then, and then I panned down on her, bro, and then bada bing, boom, saw her bump, and I was like, nah, I got a family, right? But bro, yo, listen, if my wife wasn't there, guess what? I was going to buy this bottle of Crown, bro. Right? And then I was going to embark on this journey of alcoholism because alcohol is cheaper than bread. Who, would, who wouldn't embark on this journey of alcoholism and rocking wife beaters and actually beating your wife? Who wouldn't? In South Africa, bro, yo, alcohol is cheaper than bread. So might as well embark on this dangerous journey. Right? Crash and burn. That's my advice. <laughs> Crash and burn. The chip neglect your kids, neglect your family. All facts, bruv, crash and burn because alcohol is cheaper than food. That's where we at, South Africa. Right? And these fucking alcohol brands, bruv, yo, these niggas are so arrogant. These niggas are like, oh, yeah, everything is expensive. Right? Meat is expensive. DPCs. Hey. Bro, my mom hit me up on some. Yo, bro, DPCs get 70 rand. 2 kg. Word in the street is, bro. 2 kg of chicken. A pack of 2 kg, bro. Chicken is 70 bucks. Everything is expensive in South Africa, bro, except for the alcohol. The chat. Right? It's all about the alcohol, bro. It's all about the ah, 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 ah. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Right? It's all about the ah, 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 It's all about the ah, 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 alcohol. Ah, 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 That's what it's all about. Legit, bruv. Say ah. Say ah. It's all about the alcohol, bruv. It's getting spooky. 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 Weird times. Global weirding. The New York Daily News? No, but it's not gonna happen. We we put a different kind of onus on our athletes than we do, and you made mention of that on your podcast. I, I, I don't deny that. Wait, so first off, I'm not the one. Yelling. I don't you're deny that. I'm being sensitive. I don't owning, deny that. But you're the one that seemed very emotional. Oh right my god. And go, ahead. Matter, Just, Stephen, go, go ahead, Jay. Come on, man. Go ahead, Jay. Come on, man. Go ahead, Jay. I, I'm, not, I'm not sitting up here on national TV absolving Kyrie Irving of every every decision. 
I'm not going back and reaccounting every decision. I'm just saying how it's interesting to me. It just carries such a bigger momentum, in particular with you, more so than anybody else. You know what? What I would ask you is do me a favor. Stop telling us what you find interesting and just tell us what you feel. No, my job you, is to you, be you, you interesting. Say, you say, I find it interesting. You always say that. Say what you're saying. <laughs> what are you saying? What did I just say? What are you saying? It seemed, what am I saying? I just said what I'm saying, Stephen A. Which is? And I'm not allowed to say what I find interesting. Of course you are. But, like, once again, of you course I invite you person. on the show to you say lay- what's interesting. He thinks you're too preoccupied with Kyrie, too hard on Kyrie. Did I Bridget, Bridget Kyrie Irving last week before he demanded a trade? We were talking football. How many times have I mentioned Kyrie Irving over the last few I weeks? Don't seem to, I don't seem to be the one being triggered right now. Well, it's, I'm always triggered. No, you're not. Oh, yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you are not. Okay. I've seen you. No, I no, watch no your problem. show every so, day. So what right, do you, are I we work talking about you. Kyrie or is this personal? No, no, it seems it, personal. I don't want it to be personal. What seems personal? So. It seems personal for you. For me with Kyrie? Yes. You One million people, percent. You of all people with all the interest you have got the nerve to sit here on national television and tell me I'm getting personal with a player? I don't lose no sleep. I didn't say you lose sleep. I don't sleep. lose any sleep over Kyrie I didn't Kyrie say you Earth. lose sleep. I'm, I'm passionate about the subjects I'm passionate about. I don't accuse you of getting personal when you take the position. You have you accused take. me of getting personal. Oh, my God. You have, Stephen right. A. Can, can I go on the court? I'm going to leave it. Can I go on the court real quick? Because I'd like to. Because when we started off. We both got a lot to say. You do? Yeah. You do? Okay, say it, Jay. Can I? Just say it, Jay. I'm not in here for that. I'm not in here for that. Just say it, Jay. I'm on your show. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. We're all colleagues. We're all teammates. When we started off... But just take us through what is the plan from the community side. Was it the fact that you wanted them out of the community and that is it? Uh, what's the plan now moving forward? You know what's the plan moving forward about in the community? No, you know, you are, the plan, I can't understand it really what's the plan about that. Eh? The fact that how they are related to that lady, the, the Zimbabwean lady, uh, the fact I don't know what I, under, I don't understand it, how they are related to that uh, that lady of Zimbabwe, eh? mm. Mozambican lady. Okay, it seems that we're speaking about a different situation here. Yes. And we've learned this in history before. And so if you look at what's happened in Kusile, we actually need a commission of inquiry, which is what they did in, in, in 1910. They had a commission of inquiry to find out what was happening which in the electricity. This commission of inquiry was a farce. It was not. It was not honest. It did not have the right questions, and it did not look at the right scope. You cannot have a commission inquiry state capture. You do not have a Glencoe in there. You do not have Anglo America in there. You do not have uh, 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 what you call it uh, uh, the Ruperts in there. You do not have the owners of capital, people like Old Mutual, who had been sabotaging this region even during apartheid to ensure that apartheid never ended. We cannot have a commission of inquiry that doesn't look at those criminals. All right, Rutendo Martinyarare. Thanks very much indeed for coming in on that. Thank you so um, much. Important on that interesting note, I should say, and uh, Medupia and Kusile, eight years late, 300 billion rand over budget. Um, that was the number that I was looking for just a little earlier. A powerful earthquake has hit a wide area along the Turkish-Syrian border. Hundreds of people have been killed and the death toll continues to rise. The magnitude 7.8 tremor was centered north of the Turkish city of Gaziantep. It's caused destruction stretching all along Turkey's southern border from the Mediterranean eastwards. Rescue operations are just getting underway. The quake struck in the early hours. Lasting only around a minute, 
The ferocity of the tremor caught on camera by one resident. In the city of Diyarbakir, the impact has been devastating. Officials say that at least 17 buildings collapsed here, trapping many in their homes while they were sleeping. With those who did manage to escape using any means possible in the search for survivors. Authorities say in Turkey as many as 10 cities have been affected by the quake, sparking a huge rescue effort. All our governors are on duty now. Gendarmerie, security forces, Turkish armed forces, disaster and emergency management teams, Red Crescent teams and search and rescue teams from many points of Turkey are being dispatched to the relevant regions. The epicentre of the quake was in southeastern Turkey, but it also hit parts of neighbouring Syria, leaving a trail of devastation with tremors reaching as far away as Cyprus and Egypt. Our correspondent Dorian Jones is in Istanbul. Dorian, what's the latest on the earthquake? Well, this is a massive uh, emergency operation is now going to force, um, but it's taking time. This uh, It's very little concrete information we know at the moment. Uh, this happened in the early hours of the morning in the southern uh, uh, border with Syria and Turkey. Um, and there are desperate, desperate efforts now to rescue people from numerous collapsed buildings all across Turkey's southern border. Uh, we've seen images coming out of people just trying to burrow into buildings, multi-story apartment blocks that have just collapsed in, uh, into just mounds of rubble. Uh, this is an extremely difficult time. This is one of the most powerful earthquakes that Turkey has, has hit Turkey in decades. It appears uh, that possibly it will even surpass the 1999 earthquake that struck here near Istanbul, which claimed the lives of 17,000 people. Um, so uh, the, Turkey is bracing itself for one of the worst uh, disasters this country has faced in decades. Tell us more about the region where the quake hit. How densely populated is that area? Well, it struck between two of Turkey's main cities in the south, uh, Karamaraş and Gaziantep. Uh, uh, Maraş has a population of over a million, while uh, Gaziantep is well over two million, and which is around half a million is uh, Syrian refugees. But also many other cities all across uh, this region uh, have been hit. Diyarbakir, uh, 350 kilometers from the epicenter, uh, that has a population of nearly 2 million. We're having reports there of many collapsed buildings and casualties and similar other cities uh, are all in that area. This is a, uh, has many densely populated cities and the nature and the magnitude of this earthquake has, has inflicted major, major damage uh, on all of these uh, cities. How are Turkey and the international community responding to this so far? Well, the Turkish president, Recep Tayyip Erdogan, was, has already spoken, saying that, uh, that they are declaring a state of emergency. Uh, they are also mobilizing all of the security forces. The military are being mobilized along with Turkey's emergency services. There's also been now an appeal for international uh, help. And now that gives you an idea of how serious this uh, uh, earthquake is. Normally, it does take some time before they make such appeals. But this came out very, very quickly. 
we understand the United States have also issued a statement saying that they are assessing the magnitude of this crisis and will uh, um, respond accordingly to the needs of Turkey. So I think Turkey is looking, is preparing for one of the biggest uh, emergency operations in recent history uh, and is looking for international support in those efforts. And these efforts are being hampered by appalling weather conditions. Up until recently, the country had been escaping a, a major winter, but now winter had struck just days before much of this area is under heavy snow, freezing rain, and this is making efforts even more difficult to, uh, to rescue those that are trapped in numerous collapsed buildings. Now, as you mentioned earlier, the quake hit the southern part of the country that's on the border there to Syria and Lebanon. What can you tell us about the situation in those countries? Well, we are getting reports uh, from Syria, similar reports to what's happening in Turkey. The uh, Syrian uh, official uh, agencies have said that, yes, there are dozens of, of casualties and, and many more injured, the reports of collapsed buildings. Uh, this area is just recovering uh, from a, a decades of, of war and conflict. And uh, now this powerful earthquake has struck the, this, uh, this area as well. Also important, uh, the, the powerful quake was uh, hit Lebanon as well, and even was felt as far as Israel. And this underlines the scale of this earthquake. Not only its size, but also called the seismologist, it happened at a very shallow level of 10 kilometers, which amplifies the power of the quake. Dorian, thank you very much for now. Our correspondent, Dorian Jones there in Istanbul. That Aguero goal versus QPR was fixed, and I'll explain why. Let's rewind back to May 13th, 2012. Man City needed three points at home to QPR to be crowned champions for the first time in 44 years. Meanwhile, United, who were level on points with City, were away to Sunderland where they needed nothing less than a win to keep their title hopes alive, which they did thanks to a Wayne Rooney header. Rooney, Turner, Rooney's there! QPR weren't on the beach for this game, though. They needed Stoke to do them a favour against Bolton. A win or draw for Stoke would have kept QPR up. Stoke scored an equaliser late on to make it 2-2, courtesy of a Jonathan Waters penalty. Stoke 2, Bolton 2. The full-time whistle blew shortly after. Bolton were relegated, QPR was safe. The Bolton game ended four minutes before the QPR game, mainly because Joey Barton decided to start throwing headbutts and flying knees left, right and centre, which of course got him sent off. Produces a red card. At this point, City were 2-1 down. Having been 1-0 up, it all fell apart and 10 men QPR managed to score two goals completely against the runner play. In around the 89th minute mark, word began to spread around that QPR was safe and no matter the outcome in this game, win, lose or draw, they'll be playing Premier League football again the following season. QPR fans started chanting City songs and were signalling to Joe Hart to tell the players to go for it. 92nd minute, City had their fourth corner in four minutes, the perfect opportunity for both sets of players to communicate and spread the message. Ball whipped in by Silva. I don't know. I think that's a bit dodgy, mate. Three minutes left on the clock. QPR kick off and give it straight back to City. Didn't even bother time-wasting. I mean, what the fuck is that about? Couple half-hearted Mickey Mouse tackles from QPR defenders in the build-up, and the rest is history. And by the way, I'm not a United supporter and I'm in no way salty about this. I was actually delighted for City and it's probably the best moment in football history. But having seen this video, you can no longer deny it. Hey, first off, y'all niggas speaking on my real brother. I don't know what y'all niggas got, what the fuck y'all niggas got going on. Y'all niggas speaking on my real brother. 
I dare one of y'all niggas even speak on me and Tate relationship, nigga. I don't know you niggas from a can of paint, nigga. Y'all niggas don't know how me and my brother rock, nigga. You trying to clear your face, nigga. You done, this your fifth interview, nigga. You done did about my brother, nigga. You ain't think about his mama. You ain't think about the family, nigga. We ain't said nothing. Ain't nobody said nothing but you niggas. You niggas, man, who y'all nigga think y'all nigga is? John got it, nigga. Ain't nobody going for none of that, bro. I ain't studying none of that shit y'all nigga talking about either. And if you heard something from me, I'ma tell you it's, 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 it's gonna come from me. Call my phone. Y'all nigga going off of he say, she say. Then y'all nigga supposed to be this is who, who y'all supposed to be. And y'all nigga on interviews and it out on an interview. Talking about, I said, then nigga, call my phone, homie. You call my phone, we'll have a conversation. They're gonna talk about all that plant internet, internet games. I don't How would you sum up? the big three era in Brooklyn that included KD, Irving, and Harden. If you, <laughs> if you think about what they gave up, Zoo, they gave up Karis LeVert, they gave up Jared Allen, and they gave up some picks to get James Harden, okay? And then you get James Harden and you give him up for Ben Simmons, who has been irrelevant since he got to Brooklyn. And now all of a sudden, Kyrie Irving bounced on Kevin Durant who has had his back the entire time throughout all the drama that Kyrie caused. This is the biggest disappointment in NBA history when it comes down to a big three like them forming together. They got zero accomplished, winning no real series, making it to no conference finals, barely even playing games together. Hands down, the biggest disappointment I've ever seen. Angbongi support, ending support is wasn't long after that, in fact, it was the same week that Michael Jordan agreed. Yeah, why don't you come down and interview me? The notoriously private MJ. Pele during his lifetime, after his greatness, walked the streets of Brazil. MJ hides. But suddenly he was terribly available to do a 10-part series, sit down for multiple interviews. The minute there was a discussion, we got a new king. The greatest compliment you can give LeBron, even with super confident MJ, he's in his head. I have the producer saying, yeah, the next morning I was watching TV, LeBron's at a parade, and I was flying to Charlotte to talk with Jordan. What a zany coincidence. Michael, you know, he's great, but Michael can be paid. So as um, LeBron James closes in on the scoring record this week, well, 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 wouldn't you know what another zany coincidence that ESPN has decided to put together a compilation on February 3rd, 2023, 2-3-2023, it'll be Michael Jordan Day. May just fall just about the time LeBron becomes the all-time scoring king. If you think that's ESPN's idea, you're a fool. I work there. It's not a creative company. They do remote work and journalism and opinion. They're not overly creative. That's not what they do. It's a treadmill. Nike... MJ's people protect the brand. What a coincidence. The notoriously private MJ makes himself available for a 10-part series the minute LeBron is in the discussion for the greatest.
And now suddenly as LeBron is going to break the all-time scoring record, Michael Jordan Day. Yeah, I'm sure Nike had nothing to do with it. I don't blame Nike. I mean, it's their brand. It's their shoe. These great shoe. It's the most amazing sports apparel brand in the history of the world. And MJ is great. But, uh... LeBron, uh, the fourth quarter, the, the defense was, was obviously good and held them to 15 points. But on offense, you spent a lot of time, seemed like, battling inside and getting position and getting some big rebounds. So was, was there something that you just noticed about that space on the floor while you were uh, kind of using your force down there? No, just reading the game properly. Um, I understood that, uh, you know, my, my game uh, was needed more in the interior tonight than the exterior and not on the perimeter. So I try to work my wheel down there, get some extra rebounds, um, you know, get some easy buckets around the rim and uh, allow us to have um, you know, some, some, some pain points get us into the, um, into the bonus early. That was really good for us, even though we didn't convert a few of them, but, you know, we were attacking, um, you know, especially in that fourth quarter. The AD that you saw, you know, kind of block Halliburton there after the ISO, it's just a play that we've seen from him many times. Uh, there aren't that many players in the league that can do it. Obviously, you've switched on to guards and done the same thing. What's the key in that situation, and, and does that tell you anything about AD, like, starting to find his rhythm again? Yeah, I mean, AD can, can guard um, you know, everyone in this league, and we feel real confident when we start switching late game or if we decide to go to a switch package that he can stay in front of guards. Um, and then it's our job on the weak side to keep the, the big off the glass and not lose track of shooters that may be relocating on drive. So, uh, you know, AD did a great job of being able to uh, contain Halliburton and get the block and save it. LeBron, what did you think of Pat on the ball, um, especially in the second half? And, and did you, when, when a player plays with that kind of intensity, how does it sort of bleed? Everywhere else, um, I thought he was excellent tonight on um, both sides of the floor. I mean, he had a plus 16, very positive throughout the whole night. And you know, Halliburton is a you know an all-star for a reason. Has been playing up the game this year at an extremely high level. And you know, Pat just trying to make it tough on him. Um, you know, was able to get that steal that we had to challenge. Um, but that was a good good play, a good swipe, and had some other good um, um, you know defensive um, um, you know key stops for us down the stretch. Especially defensively in close games like this, which you've been in a lot of, how does 80s presence on the back line just change the confidence you guys have to, to finish out games? I mean, he's a defensive player of the year, player every night, so the confidence is extremely high when we know we have 80 on the back line. LeBron, what does the, the first All-Star, like making the All-Star team for the first time, what does that mean to a player? And what does it say about a player like Tyrese Halliburton that he made it for the first time this year? Well, I don't know the second part of it, because uh, that's a Tyrese question. You have to ask him. But the first part, um, it's, a, it's a great feeling just to you know, be a part of a select few. Um, you know, you get in either through fans or, you know, um, through your peers or the coaches that respect the way you play the game. And uh, you've been playing at a high level. Um, you know, through two, through two thirds of the season, so um, it's definitely a respect thing. And um, you know, he's been playing good basketball this year, and he's been playing at a high level. Yeah, I do. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't really happen on Saturday, but yeah. I recognize in a way this would be impossible what you're about. But you can take yourself out of the pursuit and just say. Um, I think it's one of the greatest records um, in sports 
in general. I think it's up there with the home run record. Um, you know, in baseball, um, it's just one of those records that um, you just don't ever see or think that will be broken. You know, and then you you end up seeing guys. You know. You, you had Hank Aaron that had it for so long, and he's, you see the guys, the likes of like Sammy and Mark McGuire and those guys, you know, start climbing that. It was like, oh, man, this thing can really, this thing can really happen, you know. And you start really watching it and paying attention to it, and you seeing Sammy and Mark McGuire go to the, uh, go up the bat, and you like, they got a chance to knock it out every single time, you know. And it was a, it was a fun, for me as a as a sports person. It was fun watching those guys just go up the bat and, and chase it. So, um, I mean, I grew up being a historian of all sports and understanding, <clears throat> you know, that I didn't, I don't have the number like planted in my head, the, the actual real number. I know it's 38 something, but I know it's been Kareem in my whole life. Um, so, um, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Still try to just remain efficient, I guess. I always want to be efficient. I always, um, you know, take the game uh, very, very seriously. You want to pull up a chair, champ? Want to pull up a chair? Is it? Oh, I don't think they're gonna give me one more. Um, just being efficient. Being efficient. I don't know. I don't. I don't have a, a reason why. Um, you know, I am averaging what I'm averaging right now, but. I always just try to maintain the efficiency with my game. I don't want to be out there just casting shots, just to be casting shots. I want to always play the game the right way and be efficient with my game. So I've been able to do that, you know, pretty much throughout my whole career. Right, big breaking news here that you can see at the bottom of your screen. This news is just into us. We've got some copy here from Sky News, which I'll read out. It's the first time I'm seeing this. Charges including attempted rape and assault against Manchester United footballer Mason Greenwood have been discontinued by the Prown Prosecution Service. Greater Manchester Police have said that, by the way, that's from them. Greenwood, remember, was charged in October with one count of attempted rape, one count of controlling and coercive behaviour, one count of assault occasioning actual bodily harm. But a decision has been made to discontinue prosecution in accordance with the Code for Crown Prosecutors, the Crown Prosecution Service, CPS, have said, and a spokesperson have continued with this. We have a duty to keep cases under continuous review. In this case, a combination of the withdrawal of key witnesses and new material that came to light meant there was no longer a realistic prospect of conviction. In these circumstances, we are under a duty to stop the case. We have explained our decision to all parties. We would always encourage any potential victims to come forward and report to police, and we will prosecute wherever our legal test is met. So that is big news coming in that the CPS have dropped all charges against Mason Greenwood. Uh, th 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 those charges, remember, just to recap on all of this, there was attempted rape, there was assault, uh, they've all been discontinued. There was one count of attempted rape, one count of controlling and coercive behaviour and one count of assault occasioning actual 
bodily harm. Uh, and as we speak, we're getting more quotes in for this. This is from Chief Superintendent Michaela Kerr, the GMP's head of public prosecution. Right, she has said this. Given the significant media coverage of this case, it's only fair that we share the news that the 21-year-old man who had been arrested and charged in connection with an investigation opened in January 2022 no longer faces criminal proceedings in relation to this, all right, and more from Greater Manchester Police saying the investigation team has remained in regular contact with the legal team, providing any updates of note. So, uh, so to so, so understand the rationale for the discontinuation of proceedings at this stage, and that decision has not been taken lightly. There's quite a bit more to this, and I'll read it all out to make sure you've got it in full. Despite the media and public's interest in this case, we've decided not to comment on it in any further detail. I would, however, like to use this opportunity to reiterate uh, Greater Manchester Police's commitment to investigating allegations of violence against women and girls and supporting those affected, regardless of their circumstances, throughout what can be a hard and upsetting time for them. An ever-increasing number of officers are receiving specialist training and the force is more consistently utilising tools available via the criminal justice system to keep people safe and care for victims. And just at the very end of this, if you feel you are or might be a victim, please don't let this case put you off asking for, uh, asking for help. Sorry, so the CPS have dropped all charges against Mason Greenwood. Yes. All right, gentlelwoman is recognized for one minute. Thank you. Now, as also as a fellow New Yorker, I think one of the things that we should talk about here is also one of the disgusting legacies after 9-11 has been the targeting and racism against Muslim Americans throughout the United States of America. And this is an extension of that legacy. Consistency, there is nothing consistent with the Republican Party's continued attack except for the racism and incitement of violence against women of color in this body. I had a member of the Republican caucus threaten my life and you all and the Republican caucus rewarded him with one of the most prestigious committee assignments in this Congress. Don't tell me this is about consistency. Don't tell me that this is about an a, a condemnation of anti-Semitic remarks when you have a member of the Republican caucus who, have, who has talked about Jewish space lasers and an, an entire amount of tropes and also elevated her to some of the highest committee assignments in this body. This is about targeting women of color in the, in the United States of America. Don't tell me because I didn't get a single apology when my life was threatened. Thank you. So a woman called Ilhan Omar has been on the House Foreign Affairs Committee. Omar came to this country from Somalia, and then she proceeded to make it very clear she doesn't like the country she settled in. According to DNA evidence, she also married her brother in order to commit immigration fraud, something that obviously happened for which she's never been punished. So today, for a bunch of reasons unrelated to that, the House voted to expel Elon Omar from the Foreign Affairs Committee. And in response, the theater kids in the squad completely lost emotional control. For real. Watch this. This is about targeting women of color in the, in the United States of America. Don't tell me because I didn't get a single apology when my life was threatened. Thank you. Let me the make gentlewoman's time is expired. Ilhan Omar is right where she belongs. The gentlewoman's Her time work is expired. Is needed on the Foreign Affairs Committee. Her clarity, conviction.
The gentlewoman's time has expired and she is no longer recognized. The GOP is now doing what it is best at weaponizing hate against a black, beautiful Muslim woman. The gentlewoman's time has expired. will not be silenced. The gentlewoman's time has expired. Omar, I am so sorry, expired. that our country is failing you today through this chamber. You belong The gentlewoman is no longer recognized. Wow. These people are really troubled. It really is the party of weak men and angry women. I don't want no kids yet, but, um... Yeah, you just when, have, you, when you, it's you, yours, you please your you mind. Just, you please your yeah, man. Yeah, when it's yours, you can go crazy. So you encourage all the women to, you know what I'm saying, go crazy with their man. If it's yours. If it's yours. You gotta make sure that's yours. Mm. If it's yours, go crazy. So, if he uh you know what I'm saying, I got the vet, I got the lamb, I got the Birkins, mm. you know what I'm saying? I got I got the heart. Okay. I don't I don't pay no bills. You oh. know what I'm saying? If he coming like that, then yeah. Wait a minute, you don't you big loud on you don't pay no bills. I don't pay no bills. Mm. So you just stacking all that cheese. Yeah. Come on, man. Twenty four uh, and rich. Come on, stop playing. You know what I'm saying? If he coming right, and he coming right. Okay. Then you can. Then you can. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't mad about. That. It's funny. Before we started taping, uh, Aaron was telling me about how the NFL is rigged and how every year he used to get a script. Yeah. Day one of training camp that would mm-hmm. get dropped off at his locker, mm-hmm. and you would have to. You know, it was like week one you'll do this. Week two you're gonna have a hamstring injury. Week three this is gonna happen. Yeah. Week four you're gonna get three touchdowns, mm-hmm. and so then you just have to. Did you memorize those? Before the season started, would you go and rehearse the script before every game? Uh, we were really dedicated to it. So it was more so like, um, that's what practice was about. It was about practicing the script. Like, this is what goes on and this is what we have to do mm-hmm. in order to, yeah. And this referee is going to miss this call yeah, because they hate you yeah. and they love the Colts. Yeah, that sort like, of thing. Uh, WWF. So it's like, you yeah, know, we know what's going to happen, but you still got to put on a show. Yeah. What did yeah. you think when you got the script in 2016 that said your career was going to fall off a cliff when you stopped believing in God? That was 2015. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's time we discussed how this threesome thing's going to work. No. It's not getting heavier because it's, um, I mean, I'm going to do it. I mean, it's just a matter of time and when I'm going to do it, but, uh, yeah, so it's not, it's not going to get heavy. Um, I'm not going anywhere. I'm, I'm going to be in this league for, you know, at least a few more years, so yeah, I'm gonna do it. So I'm not. It's not heavy at all. Appreciate it. Simon, throw your weight behind this, or otherwise, UEFA set to impose a cap on lengthy contracts as they bid to to, to close what's being viewed as an FFP loophole. I mean. It's, this has really come to the fore after the practice has been used by Chelsea yeah. under Todd Bowley. Uh, signing players and contracts of up to eight and a half years to spread the impact of transfer spending. UEFA now set to, hang on, no, no, no. We're going to enforce a five-year maximum for the length of time over which a player's transfer fee can be spread with a new policy being br- brought in before the next window in, in the summer. So is it a sensible move by UEFA or a restriction of trade? I think it's a restriction of trade. Really? I think the whole idea of valuing players on a straight-line depreciation is not reflective of the transfer market in the first place and is fundamentally wrong anyway because ultimately players can increase and decrease in value depending upon their form. So when you just depreciate someone in a straight line, then I don't think it's right um, because effectively, if you've got a player that you bought for 80 million quid 
and after two years, he's valued on your balance sheet at 40 million quid, but really he set the world on fire and he could be worth 80 million quid still. I think, it, I think it artificially depreciates the balance sheet of a football club and disadvantages them. I don't necessarily... You know, what's, what's getting around financial fair play? Oh, I know. Getting sponsors that are indexed to your football club and part of your ownership model to inflate their deals to be able to give you more revenue. That's more like getting around financial fair play. Capitalising and being prepared to have the consequences as well, of course. People just are looking at the upside. The consequence of signing a player for an eight-year deal is you add that liability for eight years of wages. So it isn't just a one-way transaction of, oh, let's see if we can get around financial fair play on transfer values. It also comes with a sting in its tail because you've got that person having to pay them £300,000 a week or £200,000 a week for eight years. So it comes with the yin and the yang, and I don't understand why, why FIFA would want to get involved, or UEFA in this instance, sorry, would want to get involved with telling people how they can capitalise. The transfer system is based upon people being put on someone's balance sheet over the contract term. If a football club wants to increase that contract term, who are UEFA to turn around and then say, actually, now... Because you remember when Mel Morris wanted to revalue players on a different basis? No, 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 can't do that. It's a simple policy. He's got to be depreciated over the contract term. No, 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 we don't like it now because it doesn't suit certain people that don't like the fact that people are spending a lot of money and are thinking about it commercially. So we'll change it. It makes no sense, Jim. I think right, it's a well, silly, silly change of rule. Make sense of this for me. Mudrick signed this, this week by Chelsea, or yeah. last week, whenever it was. He was at Anfield yeah. at the weekend. So he joins Chelsea in an eight-and-a-half-year deal. He does. Are you for right to raise an eyebrow to that? No, well, no, because... Because what's the thing? It's got to be to get round FFP. Because it's... No, it, well, listen... I've just given you the example it's spreading of spreading the fee. Well, of course it is, but the economics of also spreading the liability of a player's salary over a longer period of time also hits your implications of financial fair play because you're going to have that player on a, on your balance sheet in four years' time with no capital value and and a big wage bill. So it cuts you another way. So why are they doing it? Well, well, hopefully we'll get I, a chance I, to I, ask Todd Bully this ourselves. In, why are they doing it? Well, I suspect influential clubs don't like the dynamic of Todd Bowley coming in and trying to think creatively about what are the big assets. What's the big cost in football? The big cost in football is transfer fees and wages. OK, how do I make sense of these? How do I make sense of it? Why should I depreciate? If I'm prepared to have this player for eight years on £25 million a year wages or whatever he's on, why should I have to not be able to capitalise his value over eight years? Why shouldn't I be able to have him on? If, if the, if the right, but why eight years? Seven, six, why five? Why have UEFA suddenly decided, oh, we, we know what, we'll have you for five? What? Anyway, when they announced it last week, and, and we said eight and a half year deal, you saw the messages. Eight and a half year deal? What's we, the thinking in that? So well, what's the well, thinking the clear other thi than the clear thinking, it's a loophole? Well, the clear thinking on that is if you recruit properly, Good players that clubs for a long times. if you're an ambitious football club. John Terry spent his entire career at Chelsea. So with that in mind, I know he's a product of the academy, but notwithstanding it, if you buy good players in the right way, with the right methodology and put the right managers in, they should stand the test of time. So, so why I mean, should it you... Gets, it gets, you know more than I do. So it why gets around restrictions. It allows Chelsea to spend part, a lot more money than they might be able to And then it allows Chelsea to have it up their backside somewhere along the line four years later when they're just paying wages... Uh, with a player that's massively depreciated, so it cuts both ways. I mean, how long is Mudrick going to be at Chelsea? Well, it also puts Chelsea in control of a situation. If this player, after three years, is killing it, right, then Madrid come along and go, uh, uh, we fancy him, he's got a year left in his contract. They don't have that situation anymore. Chelsea are now in control of that player's registration for eight years. Why would the player sign an eight-year contract? Think about the player. The player. So why aren't the PFA popped up? Why aren't they saying, because they've got lots to say for themselves about nothing, why aren't they turning around and saying, we think this is great. This is giving top professional security of contract. 
why aren't they popping up with their two penneth? Because that's the other side of the argument. I don't believe this is right. Would you? You don't believe it's right? No, I believe it's absolutely right. You should put a plan on a contract and they should depreciate over the contract you're prepared to give them. The rules are... So you, rules, you would do what Bully's doing? Damn straight I would if I was in the situation where I was buying players that were good enough to put on eight-year contracts. So what do you make of this then? Speaking about uh, transition periods on Michael Calvin's Football People podcast, Jurgen Klopp had a real swipe at Chelsea. There are obviously plenty of ways, different ways you can do it, but it's all based on the situation you are in, and um, especially with the things happening around Chelsea with new ownership, obviously. <sighs> Nobody knows exactly now how they do it, how they can spend that much money, stuff like this, other teams. So nobody likes me talking about that because it's, uh, it's, it's okay you talk about it, but a transition needs time, usually, if you don't have endless money. So otherwise you can change overnight pretty much and bring in 10 players and other 10. And, and if you wouldn't, last week I got a question about if I'm too loyal. <laughs> I really think it's a, that's a, I'm not too loyal, but questioning loyalty in general is a sign of our time, uh, the time we are living in as well. So which I really don't like too much. What a lot of old contradictory crap. If you turn around to a manager and said, I'm going to give you 10 players now, the first thing the media will say is, oh, too many players, can't build a team overnight, they've got to gel together. Now he's saying, oh, I, I could change a team overnight by bringing in 10 players. Make your minds up, riddle me this, riddle me that. Whatever you haven't got is the reasons why you complain about something else. There is nothing, the rules allow Chelsea, the, 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 re the regulations are very simple. You can depreciate a player over his contract length. If you want to sign a player for eight years, why would they change the rules? What, because other people don't like it? Is that how it works then? Other people don't like the rules because they think that someone's gaming the system. But is it not quite simple? It allows people, in this case, Bully at Chelsea, but you're not to listening. spend a lot of money at once. But you're not listening because it allows people to have bigger liabilities further down the line. It'll catch up with Chelsea at some point. But it's a risk they're willing to take. Because well, Chelsea are going to take a, a player on a contract and commit themselves to, let's say this kid's on 200 grand a week, they're going to commit themselves to £80 million pounds of wages when in previous incarnations they'd only commit themselves to 40. If he turns out to be a stinker, like the fellow at Arsenal, Pepe, right, what are you going to do then? You've now got him for eight years wrapped around you. Would that be as clever? So if Chelsea are prepared to run their business that way, why change the rules? Because a few people think, hang on a second, they're gaming the system. Mm. No, they're following the rules. And they're following it based upon contract depreciation. And I think it's an absolute outrage. This industry is almost already immature enough about how it values players. You once said to Mel Morris in this studio, what you're doing is cute. Is this cute? It's cute because Mel was bending the rules. Is this cute? Um, is it cute? No, it's thinking its way... It's, <laughs> it's cute. It, no, you almost no, agree no, no, with no. me. It's thinking its way through the conundrum of spending... First and foremost, the transfer market is ridiculous. If we've got to pay these outrageous amounts of monies for these little Herberts to kick a ball around at £100 million like Jack Grealish, right, then, then you shouldn't <laughs> have to depreciate them that way. God, but it, it is. Was, I'm right. It was, they're not worth to be brought quid. into it at some stage, wasn't they? <laughs> oh, yeah, they're not worth God. 100 million quid. So if we've got to pay these inflated transfer market prices to be able to sustain football, then surely to God these football clubs should be able to capitalise these players on whatever damn contract they feel like putting them on. See, I knew you'd go with the clubs. I knew you'd go with the in people this at the instance, top of no, the clubs. No, I, I don't like... Listen, I don't like 450 million quid being spent in two transfer markets by one football club. I well, think that's it's, what we're, that's I think it's what we're asking. Right? But the fact of the matter is, the argument is, is that Chelsea are prepared to take that business model in the same way that... Manchester City, Newcastle, PSG, and people have done before, and try and fold it down into an economic model that complies with the rules. Mm. They're not trying to get sponsorship from their own in-house sponsors and inflate it like some people have done. Who would that be? I don't know. Maybe we can have a think about that in the break. You can never resist having a swipe at a player kind of like Nicholas Pepe got it there. But he was useless. Jack got it there. I mean, 
He's not useless, but, you know. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I uh, won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. My children will not come to school on Monday with a mask on, all right? That's not happening. And I will bring every single gun loaded and ready to, I, I will call every- That's three minutes. You, you come past your time. It's a policy. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I'll see y'all on Monday. Maui. My beloved baby daddy, please shoot all these fools. Our cyborg kids want to update their software. Beep 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 bop. I'm a robot, baby. Allah sent me here to destroy humanity. I love you. Allahu Akbar bitches.